Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. There's local politics, bud. I don't care about the weather. I can't control the weather. Don't want to talk about the weather. Sustained effort and violence. No, please. No, please. Everyone be quiet. Was that supposed to be funny? I got a little taco meat on my chest. Cool. Neat story. I want to shake his hand. 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 Family. Let's get to pumping. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday, coming off a winning weekend for Pirate Baseball, and we'll talk a lot about that on today's program on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com, and you can watch the show and be a part of the show on Facebook Live and on YouTube. You can watch us there and chime in with your questions and comments on this beautiful Monday in Eastern North Carolina. We got three Pirate victories to talk about in baseball with our guys inside the Players' Lounge. C.J. Mayhew joins us in about 30 minutes. At 4 o'clock, we'll talk to Ryder Giles. 4.30, Bryson Worrell will be in studio, fresh off of hitting two home runs yesterday. And a great weekend for Zach Agnos at the plate and on the mound. He joins us at 5 o'clock. Also, Brian Bailey coming up at about 5.35. So we are packed on this Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Shirley Rhodes is here. Chandler Honeycutt, CJ Schaefer. Troy D is to my left. Hello, Troy. Hello, Clip. Good to see you again. Great to Welcome see to you. Welcome to May, Clip. It's going to be May. Can you believe? I can. It's not going to be here before you know it. It's here. It is here today. May the 2nd. It's not even May Day. It's May the 2nd. That it is. Yeah. Uh, we have a special guest joining us here for segment number one of Pirate Radio Live Summer Night from ECU Track and Field. Hello, Summer. Hi, thanks for having me. Making Thank you for your, coming in. Making your Pirate Radio debut. Oh, yeah. Great Very to, exciting. One of the, uh, perhaps one of the most decorated track and field athletes we've ever had here at East Carolina. That's awesome. Avion Jones is probably listening going, hey, don't forget about me. <laughs> the but, Sean Merritt comes to mind. Yeah, we've had some great ones. Yeah. Uh, but let's talk about your, you know, you kind of really, as far as like within the Pirate Nation, I think last year, this time, you went to the national championships for track and field. Yes. And you... Like, usually I'm not following track and field championships, but I was like, oh, we got a pirate there. That's kind of cool. And you finished, what, third in the nation? Yeah, third overall did. last year. That's pretty a clip. Imagine if we finished number three in football in the national poll. People would be excited. Or, or if ECU baseball went to Omaha and finished in third place. People would they'd be, be jacked pumped. up. Yeah. Should they not be just as excited about summer night? It is a fantastic accomplishment. Now, let's talk about pole vaulting. Because, you know, if I saw you on the street... I'd be like, oh, this is a nice East Carolina student, co-ed. I would never know, like, oh, she's one of the greatest pole vaulting athletes we've ever had here at the university. How, you know, I know how people get into, like, certain sports, like soccer or baseball or even football. Pole vaulting's a little unique, even yeah. for track and field. I'm just, first of all, how did you, like, start go, you know what, that's what I've got to do. This is what I've got to get into. Yeah, that wasn't really my path. Um, so most people get into it because they have a gymnastics background, and I did, sort of. I did gymnastics as a child up until I was 12 years old. So when I got to high school, I only did fall sports, and our track coach knew that. So he kind of came up to me during class one day, and I was like, Summer, you know, we have this new coach that wants to do pole vault. I think you should come out and try it. And so somebody saw it. something in you that you would make a good pole vaulter. Yeah. And I got to tell you, I've seen this up close before. And pole vaulting is one of those things, probably, you know, you watch it on TV, 
it maybe looks, I don't even think it looks easy on TV, but some people will be like, oh, that's not the way. When you see it like up close, I'm like, oh, it's like the first time you did it, were you like going, oh my God, am I really doing this? Yeah, kind of. Is it a little so, nerve wracking? Yeah, it is. It's, it's really nerve wracking. And I think one thing people forget about is when you start, you don't really know how high you're going. And, you know, obviously in my first couple of years, I was only jumping about nine or 10 feet. So it wasn't quite as scary as it might look. Here's my biggest pole vaulting nightmare clip. Do you want to hear it? I'd love to. So I, I like would love to try it. And I talked to Coach Kraft about doing it. And he's like, yeah, we could do it after the <laughs> season if you want to come out and give it a try. Yeah. And I thought about it, but I had a nightmare that like I had, I hit the runway. You got to hit the pole in the right spot, right? You got to yep. land it. And then I went up, but I didn't go up. Like if you go up and you, even if you miss the bar or whatever, you fall on the big padded mat. I went up, but didn't go far enough to go to the mat, and I came back the wrong way oh, yeah. and landed oh, on no. the track. And that does happen. That was in my dream. That does happen. Yeah. So, how, so, so when you were first getting into it, how long? How many trial runs did you do before you got up and over? Like I, I mean, Ooh, a lot. Yeah, a lot. I can't even remember. Yeah, it's a lot of trial and error. Because how heavy is the pole? Um, the poles probably only weigh about ten pounds. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just it's all foreign to me. I know, and like we were talking about this before we went on the air. Summer once again, Summer Night joining us from uh, ECU Track and Field. Uh, she'll be. We'll talk about the AAC championships that are up next in just a little bit. But how do you like? I was wondering, how do you practice? Like any other sport, you you know, it's about reps. It's about repetitions. Yeah. You can go outside <laughs> shooting a basketball goal. Yeah. You can go like, take some swings. So yeah, it's a little hard. You're not really going to – first of all, you have to be at the track to do yeah. this. You can't really practice this at home. And how often do you, like, go, okay, I'm just going to go pole vaulting every day? <laughs> yeah, so obviously it does require a lot of equipment. You can't just go do it whenever you want. But for us and for most events in track and field, you only really do your specialized events once or twice a week, which is weird to people in, like, baseball or basketball who you're going to swing a bat, you're going to shoot a ball every day. We don't do it like that. So other days are, like, running and technical work, and I'm probably going to get in the pit once or twice a week. Now, is pole vaulting your only track and field sport yes. right now? So that's all you specialize in? Yeah. Yes. If you weren't doing pole vaulting, what would you do? I would sprint. In high school, I sprinted. You mentioned that uh, you didn't see yourself doing this, but you were. Uh, some pole vaulters have a gymnastics background. So what are what do you need to be good at to be a good pole vaulter? Uh, you need to be fast. That's number one, especially for women's pole vault. Fast, upper body strength, and then where the gymnastics comes in is like body awareness, because obviously you're upside down in the air, and most person, a normal person, if you put them upside down, they're not going to know where they are. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's a lot of body awareness. How how far do you have to run before you plant the pole in the ground and and make your leap? Like how far is that run? From my long run, like when I'm in competition, it's about a hundred feet. Hmm. Yeah, not very far. And Chandler, for folks listening at home, convert that to yards for us. Well, three feet in the yard. Look, you didn't even try, correct? Yeah, we can get there. How about you do it? You're my stat guy. I was giving Since when have I been that? A stat to consider. That's why I have terrible stats. You're my stat guy. All right, hold on. Let me do the math. <laughs> so you can dish it out, but you can't take it. Um, all right, so anyway, so it's 100 feet. Yeah, All right. about. Uh, I was going to guess like around 30 yards. That's pretty close, right? Yeah. 33. Okay. What's the uh, highest you've ever gotten? Um, 4.35 meters, which is 14 feet and three inches. Wow. And that's what you did last year yeah, at the NCAA nationals. championship. Wow. Got you in third place in the nation. What is the like record for female pole vaulting, I guess, at least at the collegiate level? In the NCAA, 
I believe it's 470 or 472. So you're not which, that far no. off. I mean, we're at four. Well, you're at four three. Need to be four seven. Can you hit it this year? Yeah, I mean, it's it's possible. Our goal. We don't like to set number goals for the year, but you know, in your head, everyone does. So my goal for the year is at least four fifty, and then you know, sixty, seventy. So I watched off. some of this last year when you were there, and I noticed that. So they have a first round, and the bars like it keeps going higher and higher mm-hmm. each time, each round. Who like how do they decide what that level is each time? Who sets that? So really, and is it, it just the same depends. every time? No, it's different every single time. So it depends on what meet you're at, and even the progressions can be different. So one meet they might go up between bars like four inches. One meet it could be six inches, three inches. But at NCAA's they kind of just take the person who's there with the lowest PR. They take that into consideration and go maybe like six inches below that. And that's so where they start, start there mm-hmm. and then they'll, they'll raise it how many inches normally at a NCAA competition? Usually at NCAAs, uh, they start raising 15 centimeters, which is about six inches, uh-huh. a little less. And then they go down to 10 centimeters and then down to five centimeters. So the higher you go, the less they raise it. Yes. Okay. Um, that's pretty cool. So they, they'll keep, if you can keep doing it, they keep raising it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Even if it's so, like, let's say you've beaten everybody, but you're still clearing it. Will they keep raising it to oh, see yeah. how high you and go? And you can put it at whatever you want at that point. You don't have to go by oh, the okay. progression. You can just tell them where you want the bar. All right. So before you get to the the championships for the NCAA, you got the conference championships coming up. Yes. So what's the story? How soon are those happening? I know graduation weekend is coming up this weekend. You're a five year senior. I assume you're. Are you taking part in that? No, I'm not, because I just graduated this past uh, December. Oh, okay. So, so you already got that out of the way. Yeah. Okay. So what? So you can be strictly focused on the conference championship. Yes. Which is where and when? It's next week. We leave next Tuesday, and it's in Wichita, Kansas this year. All right. And you won that last year, right? Yes. All right. Do you have to win that to advance to the? No. So it's really unique in outdoor track and field where. You have to advance to the preliminary NCAA prelims, and you can do that at any meet throughout the year. You just have to, at the end of the season, you have to be top 48 in the East. Which you like are? Like your mark. Which, yeah, I'm like okay. So you're going to national, right national championship I'm regardless. going to the prelims, yes. Okay, but obviously if you won another conference championship, that would just give you oh, yeah, a little awesome. extra boost. Yeah. Do um, you win, uh, what do they give you, medals? What yeah, do- you get a medal at the championship, which is cool. So how much hardware do you have currently? A medallion, if you will, clip. <laughs> Um, I think uh, from the American, I have Count six, them up. six medals. Sweet. Are they big? Like, are yeah, they like I look mean, like Olympic medals? They're like yeah, this nice. big. So, did American you get a, a bronze cool. last year? Did they give you that? I got so I got bronze my freshman year. I got two bronze. I got two bronze or one bronze my sophomore year. Two bronze my junior year. And then a gold last year. All right, oh, is, and I got a gold this year in indoor. Is the national championship, is it like Omaha where every, you know, College World Series is the same place every year? It seems like every time I do flip around, it's in Eugene, Oregon. Is oh, this yeah. where they, they host it every year? Is that like the road to Eugene? Just about, yeah. The, so the contract goes, Eugene gets it four years in a row. Texas, UT gets it for two years, then it goes back to Eugene for four years. So, so it's usually in Eugene. Where is it this year? Oregon? Yes. Again? Okay. The problem there, though, it looked like it could be kind of cold and yeah. dreary, like when I saw it. I mean, that's not... The weather's not, iffy. It's yeah, it's not great iffy. jumping weather, right? Yeah, it's just... What's perfect jumping weather? Ooh, perfect jumping weather. Probably sunny in 75. Yeah, there you go. It's perfect Troy D weather. <laughs> <laughs> See? We, Next time we you're like on the, the beach. same weather, Cliff. Summer <laughs> and I have a lot in common. That's right. Have you ever thought about being a meteorologist with that name? 
<laughs> no, summer night. Summer night. That Every is... like weather man woman has a name like that. Yeah. Now, your, your parents knew what they were doing when they did. Yeah, that they'll claim that they didn't. Every time I ask, I'm like, Mom, you knew that people were gonna. No, like, they tweaked it a little bit because they took the U out and they made an O. Yeah, yeah which is unique. unique. Yeah, it's a cool so, name. Yeah, summer night. I got to tell you, now you won a great award re- recently from ECU yeah. with the, what do they call it, the Goldsby's or whatever. Yeah, Goldsby's. You won uh, student athlete of the year, correct? Yes. Now with awesome. the clip, this uh, I think it's fantastic because this is voted on by your peers. Mm-hmm. This isn't like oh, you know, she's kissed up to the right coach or an administrator. These are the people you you know. These are your fellow students that voted yeah. that which is quite an honor, awesome. I think, a great recognition. But I would also like to give you best student athlete name, Summer <laughs> Knight, a two-time Goldsby winner in my book. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. That's a That's Troy way D- more That's a Troy than... Deasy. Yeah. <laughs> Look. All right, All right. Still working on that clip. Any more? Um, I've got some non-track and field questions. So we got a bunch of questions from the folks on Twitter. They had a lot of fun when we were asking the baseball players non-baseball yeah. questions last week. So I've All got right, before some you of those. do that, yeah. real quick for the uh, conference championship. Is there any yeah. way we can watch this? Like, will it be online? Yeah, I think it'll be on ESPN Plus. Okay, cool. And yeah. then, what about the national awesome. championship? So the national, yeah, the final will. Also they might be have on those ESPN. like on. Yeah, I was gonna the say the prelims that. will not be streamed, but the final and Eugene will be on ESPN, and they'll be on TV. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And what's the date on the nationals again? June eighth. So to we got eleventh. Okay. Yeah about a month or so out all right good yeah. deal clip let's get well to and and one more so are you taking this skill professionally oh that you know what can Great you question. do anything after this with your pole vaulting skills i asked you that in the pre-show and then i forgot to do it here yeah can all right well be, i just asked her yeah, now she can answer <laughs> can you be a professional pole vaulter oh yeah for sure so track and field's a little unique where obviously there aren't teams you can compete with uh to make a living in track and field you just have to get signed with a sponsor so to do that you have to be really really good like top of the world literally medal at an elite competition before you get a sponsor so what most people do and what i will have the opportunity to do is still train so i'm gonna work so i had a degree in nursing so i already have a nursing job lined up great but then outside of that you train with a club uh, you know, just try to get as good as you can get, and you can go to the USA Championships. That's where you qualify for your Olympics and stuff like that. So you'd be a professional in your field in nursing, but your kind of side deal will be pole yeah. vaulting, right? Yes. All right. Um, and what about the Olympics? Can you still participate in that? Yeah, yeah. So the Olympics is really, it's kind of cool in track. It's it's open to anyone. You just, you have to be good enough. So if I'm, if it's you're just good pure enough, ability. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you are, what you do nope. or what you don't do. If you're good enough that day, you make the team. Yep. Cause you gotta, if you're good enough to make the trials and then you get, uh, if you medal that day, top three that day, then you're going to the Olympics. So when is the next summer Olympics coming up? 24. So we now, so we're at 22. So it's still two years away. Are you going to train for two years and say, you know what, if you're going to do it, this is your window, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is a good window too. um, Because usually uh, in track and field specifically, people's peak performance is between the age of like 24 to 27. Yeah. So in 2024, I'll be 25. So so. you're giving it a try. Yeah. I'm going to train. Where are those Olympics? Do you know? Do you remember? Paris. Oh, okay. Yeah. Get a nice trip if you can go as well. Yeah. And some great gear. Yeah. yeah. I love the swag bag they give you. Awesome. Good cool, stuff. Cool warm ups. All right. Let's get to your questions, Clip. All right. So uh, I haven't shown these to Troy. No, I have so not you, seen these. I'm and you like in, to answer them, too. I do. So. I'm coming in blind. And uh, CJ Mayhew in the green room he will, is. will be able to hear these and He's start listening to and prepping. Think about his notes. answers. Uh, all right. So uh, this one came from Rick. 
Uh, if you could be any animal, what animal would you be and why? <laughs> Some are really stumped. So, Troy, we'll go to you first. Rick, I'd be a lion because a lion is top of the food chain. No one really messes with a lion. I think it sleeps 23 hours a day. <laughs> and then the other hour, it eats or gets down to business. Okay. Lion, lion lives a great life, if you think about it. And they live a long life. So I would be a lion. Boy, you had this one ready to go. That's <laughs> yeah, impressive. No, I just, I thought about that one before. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Summer, do you have an answer? I think, that I'm, this might be basic, but I think I'd be a dog. Like a very well-kept, yeah. very spoiled, just house dog. No yeah. responsibilities. Yeah. Just wake up, eat. Yeah, play. Sleep, run play. around. Yeah. Good answer. Okay. Uh, this Actually, is a, you're right. And my dog <laughs> lives a great life. <laughs> this is a good one for my Mike. dog named Summer also, by the way. Really? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> if uh, you had to choose, now you don't have to put this on every food you eat. This is, you get one dipping sauce for the rest of your life if right. you choose to use it. Okay. So uh, if you got to choose one dipping sauce to use on any food for the rest of your life, what would it be? This one's from Mike. All right, Mike. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go barbecue sauce. And if it's one barbecue sauce, probably. Probably go Chick-fil-A barbecue sauce. So you're going specific yeah. Chick-fil-A barbecue sauce. Yeah, I'll take that. All right. Because I can put that on a lot of different stuff. Now, you're not a big condiment guy anyway. I'm not. You're a plain mm. guy. I am, but I do like that barbecue sauce. Yeah. All right. Polynesian, a little too sweet for me. Uh, I love Polynesian. It, that's a close second, but I'm going barbecue sauce. Okay. Summer. Very specifically, McDonald's sweet and sour sauce. Oh, that's a good one. I think <laughs> it is elite. That, uh, yes. <laughs> So you put it on, on nuggets. Do you put it on other stuff? Yeah, it is good on fries. Oh, yeah. It's good on fries. Oh, yeah. You can put it on a burger. Really good. <laughs> if right. you have sweet and sour sauce and you don't dip your fries in that, there's something <laughs> wrong with you. Uh, Eric is asking, what's your favorite Coach Godwin moment? For summer, I'll say, what's your favorite Coach Kraft moment? Oh, my gosh. We Well, I don't know if summer knows the show Seinfeld. It's probably, but. Yeah, we've, we've uh, nailed who he is. He is the Cosmo Kramer He's, of East Carolina. Oh He's gosh. just everywhere. Yes. He's kind of. He he remind he kind of talks like Kramer, acts like Kramer, and oh, oh yeah, like, bingo, yeah, bingo, <laughs> bingo, mannerisms. So anything come ECU's to mind? Kramer. Oh yeah, he's well, he's always fun. You know, he's very animated. But one of my favorite memories of him is when we're traveling on the bus. He loves to get on the microphone. I don't know if that surprises anyone, but <laughs> he loves the microphone and he'll play. Uh, oh my gosh, Journey, don't stop believing, and he'll just dance. And be on the microphone and telling people to sing and calling us out. He loves to dance on the bus, and wow. that's my favorite. It's like bus not shocking. Bus karaoke with, <laughs> with Coach Kraft. Yeah, can you get a video of that next time? Yeah, I will. send it to me. We'd like to put that on Pirate Radio. <laughs> he threw out a first pitch at ECU baseball recently. You should, uh, you should do that. Yeah, heard it Throw wasn't very good. Yeah, could you successfully do that? Do you I, I don't think yes. he has an arm enough though to get at the whole distance clip from what I heard. Oh boy, don't start that again. Didn't I was it? there. I saw it. He <laughs> did. Did he make it? He couldn't yeah, even get on the mound okay. from what I heard. I heard he was out there for like 30 minutes. Now that is true. <laughs> Delay a game. And then immediately yeah. afterwards came up to the press box and said, hey, Clip, did you see that? Hey, everyone, did you see me do that? Uh, yeah, coach, we saw it. We are, we're here. He was very proud of himself. Yeah, it was, oh, it was yeah. pretty cool. Greatest sports achievement. Uh, let's see. Uh, this one's from Hannah. What Olympic sport would you choose to participate in? Probably pole vault. <laughs> All right, good. Track and field. Troy D., how about you? Olympic sport. I always say if I had the time, I could be an Olympic curler because I oh, feel yeah. like I could actually do that. And uh, it's really, you know, it's just a matter of practice. But um, that wouldn't be that much fun. I'd want to be in the Summer Olympics, personally. Yeah. I'm a summer guy um, by the time of year, to clarify. Um, 
I would want to do something fun. I would do beach volleyball. That'd be fun. Yeah. That would be my Olympic be sport. Yep. I like it. Put me down for that. I uh, know this one's interesting from Hannah. Seems obvious answer to me anyway, but maybe you, if you had a time machine, would you use it to go back in time or into the future? Oh, easy. Easy question. Easy yeah. answer. Back, go ahead, I'll let you go first. back in time. Yes, yeah. 100%. For all of us that peaked early, like Troy and I, back, go back in time. Oh, my God. 1992, here we come. <laughs> I mean, Where would you me? go exactly? What I'd moment? relive the whole damn year. <laughs> January 1st, 90, 1992, would be in Atlanta, Georgia. I know. It's the start yeah, of the year of the Peach Bowl. We know, we know. And then the rest of the year was just as good. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And then I'd let it roll into 93. That was an amazing year, too. All right. Oh, yeah. All right. There's no doubt back in time forget the future it's all about the past <laughs> okay uh c brab on twitter summer how many third graders could you beat up in a fight oh my gosh <laughs> so, at once yeah like so you could beat up one third grader yeah like could you beat all up, attacking you at the same yeah. time could you, get, could you do two what are they seven eight? they're like seven or eight yeah yeah some eight-year-olds are pretty big though yeah did you take down two are we willing to go three? Could we go three? Do I, I hear mean, a three? I, I could take down four if I had to. Oh! <laughs> I could do, I'd be kicking one, punching one, <laughs> back slapping one. Yeah, I could get yeah. four down before I, they probably all attacked me. All right. He's going yeah. four. I mean, if they're asking. You I would can, never uh, do that, of course. Abstain from answering this if you'd <laughs> like, Summer. It's yeah, I'm going to... Uh, I'm just now. trying to be a sport by answering. Thank you. <laughs> just a pretty, What about you, Clip? Um, I think you could take down like eight. I could use the weight to my advantage. I mean, I was thinking three to four yeah. would be manageable. Yeah. After that, I don't know. Yeah. So, Interesting. All right. Now, what a weird question. That is a that's a weird. <laughs> I mean, look, you can judge us for answering it. We didn't ask it. <laughs> that's that's true. Yeah, what a weird weird question. Um. Oh, I'll I'll throw back to one from last week. Summer, what are you afraid of? Whales. Really? <laughs> yeah. How often are you running into whales? Like, you know, I don't because I avoid the ocean. <laughs> well, let me tell you I something. I hate whales. That's good. I spent a lot of time in the ocean. I've been there for my whole life. I've never seen a whale <laughs> at Atlantic Beach, much less close to the shore where you swim. I know. Now, I sharks like I can buy. Like, okay, I've seen sharks. I've witnessed <laughs> sharks at Atlantic, you know. I thought I saw a fin the other day, Clip. Might have been a dolphin, might have been a shark. I don't know. Either way, whales... Yeah, Come they're on. just too big. Like it's just, I don't trust. Most them. people have an experience of, and then they're afraid. Did you, have you had an experience? Did you have a, a bad no, experience with a whale as a kid? Experience, Shamu no. got you at SeaWorld. We were out on the rowboat. <laughs> yeah, out in New England, and the whale came out of nowhere. And... Well, all right, interesting answer. Wow, from an interesting person. Keep going. These are great. Uh, do you believe in ghosts? Oh yeah. Have you seen a ghost? I've seen, you know, like mysterious things happen. Like I've I've seen like a door open, probably shouldn't have. Mm. I think my my the house I grew up in was haunted when I was younger, but not proven. Troy Day. Uh yes, I believe in spirits. I do believe and here's a true story. So um this was in a, a old house here in Greenville and my first dog was named Baxter, Basset Hound. A lot of people remember Baxter, beautiful dog, Basset Hound. Baxter passed away. And it was like a day or two later, the next day, uh, the whole first floor was tile. And her, she had a very distinct sound with her nails on the tile. And she had two dog tags that would rattle back and forth. And it was like a day or two after she had passed away. And I heard Baxter running on the tile with her dog tags jingling 
to the point where I went out of my room and looked in the living room. It was so loud and so real. Wow. And I also had a witness with me that heard the same thing. So a so, canine ghost. So I will say, uh, not only is the spirit world people-oriented, it could be animal-oriented also. Wow. And I believe that was the spirit of Baxter saying, I'm okay, I'm running to the Rainbow Bridge. <laughs> All right. That's beautiful, Troy. Thank you, Clip. Yeah. And sorry to say this right after that beautiful story, but Redbeard says Troy lives in 1992 without a time machine, <laughs> which is somewhat true. It's yeah. pretty good. All right. Uh, He's jealous he wasn't there with me. That's right. Yeah. Too young to, to yeah, live. He'd it. have a great time. Hitting the time machine, Redbeard, join me, my friend. Summer, if you could see a musician or band uh, live concert, we'll go alive or dead at any period in time. Oh, my gosh. Your ultimate concert, who would it be? Queen. Oh, wow. That's a I good love one. Queen. Yeah. I was in Vegas. This guy was performing. I said, I'll see him next time. I didn't go. It's another regret I have clip, much like not getting the t-shirt in 1993 when ECU was in the NCAA Big Dance. That's right. Uh, This one's right up there. There was a guy named Prince performing. Mm. And I'm like, ah, I'll see him next time. Prince would have been an awesome concert to see in person, front row. You did see, uh, what, Pink Floyd? I saw The Who, but very close. In Raleigh, North Carolina. In you 19- had the chance to see Pink Floyd? I had the chance to see Pink okay. Floyd, and I passed on that. that but you saw a, The Who. I did see The Who front row. That's a, um, in, good uh, show. Raleigh in 1989. It was their farewell tour at the time, and I believe they're still touring. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, yeah, still going. But they put on an awesome... That How many the, rock bands have this farewell tour and then go on 30 years Phil later? Collins, same thing. Dude's yeah. like in a wheelchair. Still Rolling going. Stones have had like 12 of them. Yeah. Somebody's I'm convinced, one. though, Mick Jagger would die if he didn't keep touring. Probably. Keep Elton John's doing something, or he's already done it in North Carolina, right? Yeah, I think he, didn't he do it in Charlotte or something? Like one last time. Yeah, remember he was in the bar at Charlotte, no one knew who he was? <laughs> no, that was Mick Jagger. That was, that was, uh, Jagger. was that, that was Jagger? Rolling Stones. Yeah. 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 So anyway. But Elton John's out there. All right. Uh, any other questions for Summer? I'm trying to think of any from, from the last gallery? week that we had that we asked. Uh, what do you like to, what's your hobby when you're not like, you know, doing track and field stuff oh um i like hiking i just been, i have a dog so i like to take him we go to uh little washington a lot the goose creek state park yeah very that's nice probably the go-to that's a great spot yeah so you're an athlete you have your degree uh gonna be a nurse what did you want to be outside of those two things when you were a kid Ooh, originally i wanted to be a vet yeah. but i figured out very quickly that that was not for me why going to the vet with my animals no. i just couldn't handle it i just i didn't like it at all very sad yeah. but you can work on humans but not animals yeah i don't know <laughs> there's something about animals that makes me so sad yeah my dog used to have uh her anal glands expressed and if oh, you've ever terrible. been a dog owner you know what that means uh that would rule me out from being a vet or a tech <laughs> i don't even think it's the vet that does i think it's the, the tech that does the dirty work but yeah if you have if you've ever expressed anal glands i feel for you all right. And just the smell alone when I get the dog back could yeah. kill somebody. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah. Just talking about it. Yeah, but <laughs> that's me. Hey, thank goodness there's people that do that, right? Yeah. Thank Somebody's you do it. to the real heroes of it. <laughs> yeah, right. CJ texts in. Thank you, CJ. Uh, reminded me, what is your worst habit? Oh my gosh! Just in life. <laughs> yes. Life habit. We're getting real personal here. Yeah. Wow. What do you stink at? Now, yeah. what's like biting fingernails was said by a lot of baseball Very, players. Like I'm just dis- I'm disorganized. That's my worst habit. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. 
Maybe you don't have that. I don't know. This is really hard God, for me. Summer is perfect. I, I know. Do you have a roommate we could ask or your parents? Can we ask them what your worst habit is? What is my worst habit? I don't know. Which I say I don't know because I don't have like a like a addictive habit. Like I don't buy my nails anymore. I I've never like been a vapor or anything like that. It's <laughs> a so, tough question. It's yeah, like saying, that's hard. Summer, what's I'm your big, messy. What's your biggest regret in life? <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds good. You're living a clean life. So. I'm kind of messy. My car is always a mess. I'll say that. Yeah, that's a good one. Like really just bad. letting trash pile up and then you get it all out. Can you relate to that? Clip? I can. Two days later, it's back. <laughs> yep. Yeah. What is your biggest? Uh, well, I'm gonna go smoking. Okay. And I'm gonna go nails. I yeah. pretty much every bad habit you can name, I got. <laughs> check, check, check. Yeah. He's an all-star in bad habits. <laughs> but somehow making it through life yes. with all those bad habits. Who said you can't do it? It is impressive. a success story. <laughs> yes. Fighting the odds. Yeah. Read his book. Day. It's coming out next year. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Against all odds with Cliff Rock. <laughs> Summer, good stuff. That was fun. Great to have you You're on. You're a great guest. I know. Yeah, thank you guys As for having me. I, I talked to a lot of folks at the ECU, and they're like, you got to get Summer on. I'm like, well, <laughs> I don't know why we haven't done it sooner. I don't know why we didn't do it last year after you you know, did That's so okay. great. But we'll, we'll have to follow you, obviously, with the conference championships and the national championships. And let's get a return visit when you get back home. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right, awesome. that'll be a lot of fun. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Summer night joining us here to kick off Pirate Radio. Troy, we'll talk to you again on Thursday. Sounds good, Clip. Look forward to it. See them. See if we can get up with Tony Collins. He's been a busy man, apparently. Uh, Yeah, I'll check with him. See if we can do a draft yeah. recap. Yeah, that'd be good. Did the Bears do anything in the draft? <sighs> Uh, you know, I told you I, I wasn't going to watch. I boycotted it. Oh, yeah, and, and they had low it. ratings yeah. because of your announcement. 20% clip, you called it. Yeah. You said, watch this thing go in the tank. It did. <laughs> I don't even want to talk NFL draft. I'm so disgusted by it. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that Thursday if Tony's here. Do you follow? Do you have any sports teams? Do you like sports? Do you root for teams? Baseball? What's your favorite sport other than track and field? To watch, I like yeah. baseball. Okay. But I think that's because my brother played baseball and my boyfriend plays baseball, so I'm just kind of in. Is he on the team? No. So my boyfriend played at Lander University in South Carolina, oh. and then he got drafted to play for the Pirates for like three years, and cool. he just recently hung it up. Hung it up. Oh, awesome. Yeah. You ever heard of Lander University? I've heard of it, yes. Okay. I want to say, did Brid Johnson... Yeah, he did. Yeah, And yeah. he coached my boyfriend. There you go. Yeah. Wow. He's a great dude. Mm. We've had uh, Britt on the show before. Flip, nice recall. Thank you. That's what I'm here for. See? That's his that. superpower. His recall is pretty strong. If I can recall that kind of stuff, yeah. you should allow like me to Like, you remember that I almost had an opportunity to go to see Pink Floyd, and I forgot <laughs> I that. remember more about I you know. than you remember. You would beat me in Troy D. Trivia. <laughs> that is probably true. All right, good stuff. Uh, CJ Mayhew going to join us next summer. Enjoyed it. Troy D., we'll see you Thursday. Sounds good. Take a timeout. Come back. A lot more to go on Pirate Radio Live after this. listening to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live here is your host, Clip Rock. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday, a Players Lounge Monday, brought to you by Delcor uh, here 
with C.J. Mayhew and C.J. Schaefer, who's recording this video right now, remembers Mr. Perfect, Kurt Hennig, uh, from his wrestling days. C.J. Mayhew, perfect through four on Saturday. And then what happened? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Great performance on Saturday, C.J. And we, we talked about it, like when you have a no-hitter, a perfect game going, and usually it's on into the fifth, sixth, seventh. People start to act a little funny. People won't come up and talk to you. Like through four innings, was there any of that going on? Were you aware of what was happening? No, uh, none of the players said anything. I mean, uh, before that inning, I, I'd kind of like, I mean, I, I looked up at the scoreboard and I could see that wasn't there was a zero in the hit column, but that's basically all I knew. And innings wise, was that your longest outing of the year, going four? Yeah, 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 longest. So to be pitching into the fifth, uh, yeah, you had to be pre- feeling pretty good on that Saturday. So what was going right for you uh, that first time through the order, first and uh, three batters through the order? Yeah, uh, I mean we've talked about it a lot. Me and uh, me and the coaches uh, just picking up tempo and the pace and kind of keeping hitters uncomfortable. And uh, did a good job this weekend with just uh, working fast and keeping keeping the hitters on our toes. Key numbers uh, here, CJ, five strikeouts, but zero walks. You got to be happy about that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always looming walks will, uh, I mean, it helps you pitch deeper in the games. And I don't remember if that was a hit first, but what might have broke up the perfect game was you hitting a guy, right? Yeah, yeah. One, <laughs> it was a one-two count. I hit the guy with a curveball. Did he uh, Did he try to get out of the way? Uh, he did not. <laughs> I didn't think so either. <laughs> but a uh, hit batsman's a hit batsman. Uh, so, uh you leave, you're you're upset about that fifth inning, I'm sure, but when you look back on Saturday, you got to look at it as, hey, that pitch pretty dang good, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll take the positives out of it and uh, learn from the fifth inning. Um, you know, I, I guess when you're ahead of a guy, you know, uh, I, went, I was going for a curveball and it kind of was going more for throwing it for a strike instead of kind of putting it in the dirt. So next time, uh, won't make that mistake. And uh, I appreciated that game on Saturday, CJ, because it was less than three hours. And uh, <laughs> and a part of that is the, the pitching from East Carolina as, uh, you know, you had Bill, you Savage come in to, to get you out of a jam, Zach Agnos, which we'll talk about him on Sunday on the mound as well. And, uh, and I like that there's kind of a different star every game for East Carolina. Maybe Carter Spivey on Friday, Bryson Worrell yesterday with two homers. Uh, but Ben Terwilliger getting in the mix on Saturday, not only going three innings, four Ks, uh, had a chance to put an exclamation point on it at the oh, bat, yeah. but unfortunately couldn't get a hit. But uh, good to see uh, the big fella, Ben Terwilliger, be part of it on Saturday. Yeah, uh, Terwilliger, he's, I mean, he's really good, really good player. He's got good stuff. Uh, I think last time we played Cincinnati through four innings at their place, and I think he had four, four really good innings there, and then... Uh, he also had that double at their place. Yeah, so, that's right. Yeah, so he uh, he said this at bat. They uh, like they spun him a curveball first pitch. So <laughs> got him on his heels a little bit. Yeah, I got him off balance. Uh, CJ Mayhew joining us coming off a sweep, and that is something that uh, you're aware of, CJ. Before we got on the air, you said finally uh, you finally got that that sweep at home anyway, and uh, first time sweeping the same team at home all year. You swept the Keith LeClaire Classic, but had to feel good to uh, that that. AAC record looks good right now, ten and four, right? Yeah, no, nah, it looks really good. Uh, before the weekend, we was uh, coach told us, uh, you know, we control our own destiny, so kind of right where we want to be, and uh, we took advantage of the opportunity we had this weekend. And uh, it's always good when you can sweep at home. I know we swept 
UCF at their place, but it's just sweeter at home. No midweek baseball. A bit of a schedule anomaly at this point in the season. I guess exams and stuff going. You got any schoolwork to take care of, or uh, what's your week like this week? Yeah, uh, I actually have. I got an exam, two exams due today, and then uh, one due tomorrow. So, are we keeping you from that? You good? No, uh, no it's, <laughs> at, it's at six thirty. So, all right, good deal, good deal. Uh, and then, so no baseball uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. So, what are those days going to be like for the team? Uh, today we had. Today was kind of a more of an off day. We had lift, and uh, some guys had to get their throwing in. Uh, tomorrow will be uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, and Thursday will be just a sh- tomorrow will be a shorter practice kind of get off your feet a little bit too and then wednesday and thursday we'll uh we'll get right back after it you're used to throwing you know these midweek games so do you do like a i don't know a simulated game or how much will you throw on uh this midweek uh i might i was actually talking to coach knight about it and uh i might get off the mound either tomorrow or wednesday just for a little bit uh not many pitches but all right uh you've uh you've done this midweek starting thing uh how about starting on a saturday you feel any different to you <laughs> nah not really uh i got told uh after the game friday i was going to so he just told me to go out there and close out the first <laughs> close out the second same mentality yeah, right same thing all right cj may you're joining us on the road at memphis and then a couple of home series to wrap up the aac season so just three series left to go it, it's a grind for you guys but do you kind of look up sometimes and say man this thing's about over like it's getting close to the finish line yeah it? yeah no it's uh it's i mean this season's flown by uh yeah we uh i don't even know how many more conference games we have but uh yeah no, so three series nine games left yeah three nine, at home six at, yeah three on the road six at home yeah we're i mean i mean we're right where we want to be uh just have to one out there you go hey easy enough yeah, right just, just, just do what you did weekends. this weekend bats got going and uh arms look great as well cj mayhew how about uh bryson getting into a couple yesterday that's fun to see <laughs> yeah uh not nah, when that guy's up the bat everybody's always on the fence watching just just in case he lays into one i mean he hit some of the farthest balls i've ever seen <laughs> he hits <MVP>. no doubters <laughs> to both sides it was awesome yeah i think he hit one righty and lefty uh, they did yeah uh great accomplishment for him and he's such like a and look, maybe I'm wrong. Just from my interactions with him, like, like well mannered, like polite guy, yeah, not laid just, back. Yeah, uh, got a little sassy with the bat flip though. Yeah, yeah. I talked to him about that. Yeah, yeah. I actually didn't see the bat flip. As I was more of watching the ball, and then I, <laughs> I went back. I saw the video somebody posted. I mean, it was a, it's pretty good bat flip. Have you seen the videos from the, uh, the first of all the Tennessee team, but the Tennessee coach, where he he like. It, <laughs> I don't know, shoved an ump a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. But then yesterday or over the weekend, I guess Auburn, and when you're playing against Tennessee, you probably, as much as they're jawing and stuff, you start jawing too. I guess Auburn had a go-ahead run or a walk-off run, and the bat ended up around Tennessee's dugout. So while Auburn's celebrating, <laughs> he takes the bat and throws it on the other side, like in the middle of their celebration. Like, it's nuts. Like, I don't know. Does it – do you feel like it ever gets out of control with the the chatter and stuff on the field or you know nah not not for us uh i mean both teams we 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 talk a little bit talk a little bit smack but uh most of the guys we play there they're they're pretty good guys yeah yeah and it's like once it's over it's over type of thing like it was pretty cool for me to see you got people from the jungle and even people in center field who are interacting with the players and i saw their center fielder 
tweet after the game that it was such a fun experience so like that, that's really neat to hear yeah no I, I actually talked to some of the guys on cincinnati's teams and uh they uh i thought i think it was the center fielder and he uh harding he, I think. yeah yeah he was talking about uh the jungle out there he said he loves it so. that's great that's uh that's awesome to hear so fans keep up the good work out there and pirate fans i uh, won't be able to see the pirates at home this weekend but two home series to wrap up the regular season coming up all right, uh, you gonna get to the good questions? Yeah, let's get to them. <laughs> All right, CJ Bay, you're gonna fire off some of these. This is a dumb question, but I'll ask you. Redbeard says, "Is a hot dog a sandwich?" Uh, I mean, <laughs> I'd say so. I mean, it's it's uh, it's, it's in between two buns. Wait, hold on. What kind of hot dogs are you eating? It's one bun. I mean, it's. It's kind of smushed in between two buns. <laughs> it's not a sandwich. I think the hot dogs you get at PTs are like two two buns. It's like a sub. All right, fair enough. A Chandler, hot dog a sandwich? I mean, no. When I think of a hot it's dog, not. it's it's a hot dog. A sandwich like, is two pieces of bread. Uh, but no, this I, is an I, opinion I totally question. Agree. CJ, I respect your opinion. <laughs> but this here you all right. So this you what's take, great look, about America. We can have different opinions on so that. Take the hot dog bun. Yeah. You break it in half. It's a sandwich. And then you go like that. It's a sandwich. And then, then we got something. Yeah, how you eat a yeah, hot dog. Yeah. All right. What uh, What do you like to put on your hot dog? Uh, mustard, ketchup, and chili. There you go. There we go. A little bit of slaw. A little bit of slaw. There we go. All the way. Keep it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. I like this question from Rick. If you could be any animal, what would you be and why? Uh, probably like to be an eagle. Fly like an eagle. Yeah. Pretty majestic. Fly around up above everyone i tell you what they do some damage we saw uh bryce williams former tight end comes in here and we talk about hunting he's a big outdoorsman guy we saw a video of this guy in a field and he had like he said it said an eagle but it like a, i don't know it was a foul i don't know what it was it was a giant bird but he let him go and it straight up tackled a deer like <laughs> got him from behind and like got him off his legs and went to town those yeah. eagles are got that eagle mentality dude it's very pa- patriotic of you too yeah so, there you go and uh they're badass looking birds they are yeah. they are uh if you could pick one movie to watch for your the rest of your life what would it be i don't like these questions Ooh. this from ashley Ooh. because it would make you go absolutely insane to only yeah. be able to watch one yeah. but what would you watch if you'd only choose one mm. i mean it's it's definitely down to either talladega nights or stepbrothers <laughs> all right we see a lot about your personality in those so uh will ferrell is yeah, gonna be in it yeah. regardless yeah i like that's, talladega nights it's a good idea i didn't go the comedy route i was thinking like it's my all-time favorite movie as a kid was jurassic park but i watched the dark knight the other night for the like 10th time I, I might could do that just over and over and over again great movie do you like superhero movies at all um Nah, nah. I'll take that as enough. Chandler, how about you? Uh, I'm probably going. My comfort movie is like Happy Gilmore. I would uh, probably, yeah, that's yeah. a good one. I'd too. probably go Happy Gilmore. I should probably go more comedy route now that I think about it. Um, let's see. This would be a good one for CJ. So Glenn wanted me to bring up this uh, chart, which had it was a poll on what Anna, um, Americans thought they could beat up as far as an animal goes yeah like one-on-one so it started with a rat could you beat up a rat one-on-one with no weapons yeah okay could you beat up a house cat yeah okay how about a goose (laughs) yeah i think so how about a medium-sized dog yeah all right all right how about an eagle (laughs) 
I mean, yeah. All right. Yeah. How about a large dog? Yeah. All right. So to about 25% said they could beat up a large dog. This is when it gets a little tricky. Okay. How about a chimpanzee? No. How about a king cobra? Uh, I mean... A lot of people said no here, but, I mean, you kind of step on it, right? I mean, yeah, you yeah. Can, I don't know. Yeah, I mean... How about a kangaroo? No. Nah. Oh, I wouldn't try. <laughs> uh, the rest on the list are wolf, mm. crocodile, gorilla, forget about it, lion, elephant, grizzly bear. Grizzly bear had the lowest percentage of animal you think you could beat up. We actually had this conversation in the locker room the other day. Uh, I'm going to ask you. All right. Do you think uh, uh, like a, a grizzly grizzly bear versus uh, uh, like a gorilla? Or, or is it a chimpanzee? Which one would win? So like gorilla is like the biggest, the, yeah. the big ones, right? I think, I think it was uh, like a gorilla. <laughs> I would say... See, uh, well, judging by this list, their grizzly bear would be stronger, according to this yeah. poll. I see, a lot of the guys said the grizzly bear. I, I, I think that. the gorilla yeah. just has so much that's force and power. Yeah, that's what I said. You could probably jump. Now, grizzly bears are faster than they appear, right? Yeah, yeah. I would say gorilla, personally. That's what I would say. Yeah. Chandler, you got any thoughts on that? Nah, I'm more than positive a gorilla can take care of business in that I think situation. so, too. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah, like... Yeah. Maybe the, not easy, but the like thumbs, just like just that's that's a strong yeah. animal, man. Yeah. Like I mean, I just think I mean they were saying like the grizzly bear could claw it, like I mean almost knock its head off. <laughs> I mean claw, yeah, but just the sheer power and force of that gorilla, I don't know. And neither of them look nice, but the gorilla also has that look to him. Like I ain't messing with that thing. Yeah. All right, uh, CJ. On a lighter note. If you had to choose one dipping sauce to use on any food for the rest of your life, what would it be? This is a tricky one now because you like your ketchup and mustard yeah. on hot dogs, but you also like dipping sauce with other things, and, and you can yeah. only have one the rest of your life. So Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think I'd go with probably, probably ranch. I was thinking so, too. Shirley, yeah. can we put some ranch on it? Do we still have uh, do we still have that? I think that would be because you can go with <laughs> that is so universal. <laughs> you can throw ranch on a chicken, a anything. burger. Anything. Anything. Salad. I, yeah. Troy, oh, yeah, salad. Troy D. went, like, very specific earlier. I'm going to probably go with Wings Overs Ranch. I don't know if you've ever had Wings Overs right. Ranch. It is really you good like to me. Yeah. Salad's important, too, because if you did choose barbecue sauce or yeah. ketchup or something, you'd be See, dry you salad. You don't even need a salad. Yeah. It's a <laughs> ranch. Good call. <laughs> All right, CJ, uh, what Olympic sport would you choose to participate in? We're taking baseball out of it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'd like to do something probably like track. Okay. Yeah. Like running? Yeah, like right. running. That was from Hannah. Uh, do you eat sunflower seeds? Yeah. What's yeah. your uh, favorite flavor? Uh, What's the the sweet and, sweet and spicy? Okay. Yeah, uh, I've had those. Taco all of them <laughs> uh steven igo asked what is your favorite roller coaster oh probably uh like favorite roller coaster rod yeah um hey i think it's called the the fury at carowinds carowinds all right yeah. man i i went there a lot as a kid either there or king's dominion that was a lot of fun oh yeah yeah that is they had the old uh 
trying to so that thunder road thunder right road. that's the old yeah. yeah the old wood rickety old. one that <laughs> Man, was creepy because you thought it might fall apart yeah, while you were on they it they still had that when i i went when i was Man. probably 10 10 11 a shock wave there was one where you're standing up does that yeah yeah they still got one like that thing i remember that one yeah um they got the intimidator now oh. yeah i think i missed out on that one yeah all right cj this is the one people want to know how many third graders could you take in a fight <laughs> Uh, <laughs> first of all this would be hilarious to watch yeah, yeah i said imagine you're at a cliff godwin baseball camp in the summer <laughs> and all, all those kids just charging yeah. you how many of you are you taking down in like like one punch if it uh, resorted to violence, i can tell you right now it's not going to be parker bunch if there was a lord yeah. of the flies yeah. situation at cliff godwin baseball camp so like it's it's, it's me versus a bunch of third graders correct how many how children many? of the jungle so you can beat up one you can beat up two you could take probably three. Are you going four? Oh, yeah. I'm going more than four. So it's at the same time. So you're going more than four. Yeah. Five. I'm probably going around seven. <laughs> just the visual of that is awesome. <laughs> just CJ just knocking them out. I mean, I think because you can just push them probably and they'll fall down. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. It's probably, so seven. Yeah. Once it gets up to about eight, then, then they got the numbers on you. Yeah. Yeah. Then they, I can't. You have to call in reinforcements. (laughs) Yeah, let's call him back up. (laughs) All right, uh, good stuff. We're about out of time. See, uh, one more. Do aliens exist? No. (laughs) No. All right, fair enough. Not an alien guy. No aliens. Okay, good stuff. CJ, thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you. Uh, This is fun, right? This is a lot of fun. I'd rather do this than talk about CJ, what he's throwing on a one-two pitch, personally. (laughs) What are you throwing on a one-two pitch to a righty? To a righty? Yeah. Uh, Probably probably elevated fastball. There you go. There we go. And then easy easy done it because he did it uh, the other day and had (laughs) five strikeouts, no walks. Great performance by C.J. Mayhew and the Pirates win on Saturday. Keep up the great work, man. Thank you. All right. Enjoy uh, Memphis. You like Memphis uh, ribs? What's the different bar? So where are you from? Like, are you western part of the state? Yeah. Yeah. So do you like eastern or western North Carolina style barbecue? Oh, Western all day. Ooh. All day. Ooh. I shouldn't ask that. That's that's people fight over that stuff, man. Here come the third oh. graders. <laughs> yeah. So what's the di- yeah. what's the Western sauce? Remind me. Or the Western style. What's what's different than the chopped up Eastern style you get vinegar based? Yeah, I, I don't I mean, I think it's just the vinegar base is just not like yeah. that's the Eastern. It's not yeah, as, it's just not as good. Western's more like barbecue like sauce. Barbecue, yeah. 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 All right. Fair enough. It's really good. Look, we still like him, no matter if he... We've enjoyed your time here on Pirate Radio, by the way. (laughs) This guy thinks a hot dog's a sandwich and Eastern barbecue sucks. I'll see y'all next year. (laughs) (laughs) We'll take a time out. Wrap up hour number one, and we got more dumb questions for Ryder Giles at 4 o'clock. More to go Pirate Radio Live after this.
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT expert since 2006. They are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Barak. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live, coming off a great baseball weekend. East Carolina, a sweep over Cincinnati. We'll talk to the Friday night starter, Ryder Giles, in just a moment. We owe you a break, so... Let's do a quick segment here, Shirley Rhodes, and then we'll get to Ryder next segment. Let's look at the, uh, sorry, CJ, Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. We Good got luck. a game going on right now. Boy, the White Sox were a major disappointment in April. They have a 2 nothing lead over the Angels at the moment, and that is the only game going on currently in Major League Baseball. The Braves will get a shot at the first-place Mets tonight with a great pitcher matchup, Max Fried and Chris Bassett going at it tonight in New York. Um, Ryder is wearing a, an Orioles shirt. Well, welcome, Ryder, to the show. Hello, Ryder. Hey, how's it going? You, uh, you're, are you a Nose fan, or you just got the shirt? No, this is courtesy of Con- Connor Norby right here. Nice. Yeah. All right, he's been doing well. Norby's hooked me up. O's uh, knocking off Shirley's Red Sox. Saw a lot of people, like Yankees fans, saying checking in on the fourth place <laughs> game and laughing at the Red Sox for losing to the Orioles. Come on. <laughs> How do you lose to the Orioles? Yeah, that's not great. Not great, Bob. Uh, the Orioles won the finale yesterday, 9-5, to five, that score. We got – oh, we do have O's baseball tonight, 7-0-5 against the Twins. We're joining that after the Brian Bailey Show, Shirley? That is correct. All right, so we'll have some O's baseball for you right here on Pirate Radio. NBA playoffs tonight, Sixers at Heat, game one of that series. Sixers are undermanned without Joel Embiid. Of course, the Heat have the injury issues on their own of their own. The Suns are at home in game one of their series against the Mavericks. And it is game one in the Eastern Conference as the Hurricanes will take on the Boston Bruins tonight at PNC Arena. Puck drop at 7 o'clock. So time to all uh, be Kane bandwagon fans. You in, Chandler? All right, Chandler's in. You watch... Uh, it's a yearly thing now. I know. It's great. It's fun. They have a chance to win the Cup. Uh, you watching any postseason stuff, Ryder? Um, I've, I've been bad about it this year. Me and uh, me and Hoover usually get in the, the NBA playoffs, but we've been bad about that this year. Hoover's probably still bummed about the Hornets' yeah. exit. So. He's got a bad taste in his mouth. Well, he's like one. me then because I planned on watching NBA playoffs. Yeah. I was excited about it. And then the Hornets got their ass handed to them for the it, second straight year in a row in the NBA play-in tournament. So I was like, you know what? Just boycott and, the whole thing. And, and then I was like, you know, I'll get back into it. And, <laughs> and you hadn't done it yet. It's it's like they're starting the second round. And so yeah. still not feeling it. Maybe you will at some point. All right, let's get a break in. We'll come back. We'll talk ECU baseball. And we have our dumb questions for Ryder Giles. We got a load of them today, Ryder. We got some help from Twitter, so this will be some good stuff. Let's do it. All right, uh, we'll talk Pirate Baseball and more when we return. Pirate Radio Live, Hour 2, back with you after this.
This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Greenville Utilities Neighbor to Neighbor program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs and you can make a difference. Your tax-deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month, or you can make a one-time donation, and GUC matches all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor to Neighbor program. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Cliff Brock. All right, back with you here, Pirate Radio Live, on a Monday, a victory Monday, coming off three East Carolina baseball victories over Cincinnati this weekend. Cliff Rock, Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt, CJ Schaefer, and Ryder Giles joining us in the studio. Ryder sweep at home. Feeling good. How about it? Yeah, big week. Uh, big week for the Pirates. Um, sweeping uh, Cincinnati, who came in, I think, uh, right there in the hunch for uh, top of the conference. So it was a, it was a good weekend. Pirates leave the uh, weekend on in first place in the American. Now, at 11 and 4 and the pirates will now be on the road at memphis and Ryder, uh you've had a couple strategies as a starter um one where you go out and just pitch a gym and, and get the win and the other one is to just hand it over to carter spivey and let him yeah. do the work yeah and you decided to go that route on friday yeah that was well it turned out to be like that that was not that was <laughs> not the plan <laughs> not the plan but uh anytime you can hand it to spives you got a pretty good shot at uh winning a baseball game so he's been awesome and um you know anytime he comes in the game we feel pretty uh pretty confident about our chances and you knew i mean we talked about it last week cincinnati can hit which yeah. i think is one of the more surprising things of the weekend the way you guys were able to win it in a sub three-hour game on saturday yeah. and then yesterday felt like it could have been a high scoring game cincinnati scores a couple in the third the pirates uh already have two on the board at that point you're thinking all right let's get, there's gonna be some runs here in this one uh but what the bullpen did yesterday was phenomenal against a good offensive team yeah absolutely um you know we, they're one of the best offenses in the if not in the conference um and you know we we knew they were going to be ready to go and um you know the, the bullpen did a great job trey savage um he's he's really come along and um you know he just he looks the part out there he doesn't really look like a freshman and you know he's slide stepping and throwing the ball 95 miles an hour so um you know him and then you got a lot of different looks with sailor sinking it spivey throwing his cutters up there and then you know obviously trey and um you know a lot of other guys and how about the two-way you uh much like yourself zach agnos gets the ball stress situation and and then closes it out in the ninth and just another kind of hidden gem to have to throw on the mound when you need them yeah absolutely um i think the the best thing about zach going into the mound is uh his his confidence you know he doesn't lack that and (laughs) um you know he just goes up there and i think he's got like eight pitches so he just goes up there throws them all in the zone and um you know he's he's pretty tough to hit as you as you saw this weekend rocky start for you friday night but it seemed like you kind of caught your breath and bounced back right as the mm-hmm. the game went along so what went wrong early and, and what went well when you settled down yeah my last two outings i've um you know they haven't been my best and you know when i think about them it's like it, it's a good feeling because I know that I haven't been ahead in counts early, and that's when I get in trouble. So, um, 
So you know it to fix. For me, it's a better <laughs> feeling knowing that rather yeah. than just going out there and, you know, getting hit all over the yard and it's like, what the heck's going on? So it's a, um, you know, when, when you step back and look at it, it's like, okay, well, this is completely in my control. If I get ahead of hitters like I did against Wichita State and Cincinnati the first time and, you know, VCU, then I'm usually pretty good. And when I get behind hitters, as most people are, you're pretty average. So Yeah. Um, you know, just got to do a better job throwing more strikes and early in the count. Ryder had to be, uh, you had a great seat to uh, some good offense this weekend from the Pirates. Had to get, uh, had to be great to see the bats uh, warming up as they did. And, and how about Bryson yesterday getting into two of them, <laughs> yeah. one on each side of the plate? Yeah, he was, uh, Bryson's, he's fun to watch hit. You know, he, he goes up there and you're pretty much expecting a ball to be hit north of 100 miles an hour every time. And, um, you know, I think he hit two really long ones yesterday so uh i'd be interested to see the numbers on those home runs and it felt like cincinnati might put up uh, a big number in the third inning yesterday but bryson makes that catch in center field and instead of uh what like a two-run triple it's just a sack fly yeah i mean those those are kind of little things uh but he made two great catches yesterday but that yeah. one in particular yeah he uh he impacts the game on both sides of the ball and um i mean he's a freak athlete you know he uh he can run one down to center field and then also hit a ball 430 feet from both sides of the plate so um it's a good feeling having having that guy on our team. Cliff gave the crowd some credit uh, this weekend, Ryder, especially on Saturday. And yeah. this is kind of the Pirates' time. You're getting later in the year, these home games heating up mm-hmm. and uh, starting to feel like real Pirate baseball. But that had to uh, give you guys a boost. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, at a time we needed it, uh, especially coming off the, the midweek loss to State, <laughs> you know, uh, the final score will kind of fool you. Um, with that one, you know, we put up 11 hits and only pushed across three runs. I think we left 14 guys on base. Um, so, and then, you know, the game got kind of got out of hand there in the bottom of the eighth. But, um, you know, they uh, the fans showed up this weekend, and, um, you know, obviously you saw that that's a big swing, especially when in uh, some close games. Ryder Giles joining us. Ryder, could you give us the transcript of Cliff Godwin and the umpire, what was said <laughs> yesterday? I don't think, I don't think you want to hear that one. <laughs> <laughs> that was, and and Cliff was, I, he wasn't even that animated well, uh, yeah, to start with. Yeah, before he got thrown out, I didn't think it was it was anything too crazy. <laughs> and then, you know he starts walking back, and then I think that guy was a little embarrassed about that, uh, being wrong, and you know he was his ego got in the way a little bit. I think maybe. Welcome to the Ump Show. Yeah, I've seen that. Make sure uh, make sure everyone knew he was there. There was like a split second between. After he got tossed, Cliff was still turned around. <laughs> it like almost like he thought about just walking out and was like, "Hell no, I'm yeah, not walking nah. out." And then he got his money's worth. He out. had to get his money's worth, and I don't blame him for that one. But uh, yeah, it was a. Uh, I mean, it was <laughs> the funniest. The funniest part about it was, uh, obviously, you guys didn't see this, but during all that going on starling he's like sort of on the field he walks back down the steps gets his feet caught in a bucket and falls on his face <laughs> and so you got coach g arguing with the umpire and then starling fell on his face in the dugout <laughs> three steps up so it was uh everything's happening yeah it was a it was a big um course of events <laughs> going on there for a minute good stuff uh Ryder giles joining us do you ever in lighter moments, not during the heat of a game or maybe even the heat of the season, but has, have you ever talked to Cliff just about his ejections and how funny it is? 
No, I need to. Yeah. I would like to get Maybe uh, when you're done playing. I don't yeah, know. maybe we could get the um the full uh the full version of what goes on. I don't know, I'd like to know. Uh Ryder, you're you're good on radio, you're good on camera. Uh you got kind of lost in the shuffle when you put personalities like Cliff Godwin and Zach Agnos in front of a camera with yeah. the uh passing out candy stuff. Yeah. You yeah. didn't let your personality shine through there. No, well, with those two, it's hard to catch any uh, camera time, especially with Zach. You know, he tends to steal the spotlight a little bit. So. Yeah, that, yeah <laughs> that he does. But uh, it's cool you guys can do stuff like that and yeah. get noticed on camp. How how much do you like get noticed walking around campus? Do people know who you are? Um, well, no, not uh, some people. But I don't mean it's offensive. You're just an average looking white dude average looking white dude you know five foot ten nothing crazy about yeah. me um you know people tend to notice zach a little bit more yeah probably bryson needs noticed um hard not to notice him i'm sure gavin you know being six foot twelve yeah throwing 100 miles an hour people probably assume ben terwilger does something he's a big fella yeah they probably so. yeah they probably think he plays a linebacker or something. <laughs> he came up big for you guys yesterday he did he was he was awesome and um you know that at bat too man he was he was up there and he wasn't gonna get cheated <laughs> no doubt i liked seeing the big uh lefty up there i know i was glad bryson scored the run so uh so he was able to hit that was great uh to get him an ab yeah. and then he goes out and uh does the job uh talking to Ryder giles here inside the pirate radio studios heading to memphis and then back for the final two conference uh home series games um what is the midweek like for you with no midweek game? This is a bit of an oddity on the schedule. Yeah, um, it is. It's uh, you know nice to get some uh, some rest and you know hopefully uh, hopefully play a little bit of golf tomorrow. Okay, and then um, you know rest the arm up and uh, get ready to go this weekend. Chandler, do you keep up? Well, Chandler's not here. <laughs> the hell? Well, you have a bachelor party to go to or something? He's good on it. He just kind of goes and comes and goes I, I think he went to the bathroom <laughs> all right thank you charlie it's chandler's world i was gonna ask if he kept up with his score because he was in a tournament with three other uh teammates uh-huh. recently yeah and i want to know if he kept up with his 18 hole score but we'll ask when he gets back cj was there uh for a few holes chandler struggled a little bit chandler really good <laughs> off the tee uh if he said if it was a long drive competition he might have won yeah what's the best part of your golf game currently uh i would say i would say my irons and wedges those tend to be uh my my strong suit putting kind of go comes and goes but uh i hear that with just about everybody that plays golf yeah putting is a weird thing putting's probably my biggest struggle what's more mentally challenging golf or baseball golf one thousand percent more thinking well it's it's only you baseball you can you know you can kind of spiral out of control when your teammates pick you up <laughs> golf you spiral out of control and it's lonely out there they can't pull you yeah, early now <laughs> you're <Yeah>. out there <laughs> nope good good answer to that all right Ryder giles here in studio let's get to the off the wall questions <laughs> oh boy man i was shocked by cj mayhew's answer to this one redbeard asked is a hot dog a sandwich is hot dog a sandwich no thank you i mean it's just a hot dog it's a hot dog yeah i don't think uh, have you ever had a ham sandwich that looked like a hot dog no of course not right what did may he said yes he said yes he said you got two buns and a hot dog and i said just one bun yeah that's what i said (laughs) 
CJ what? <laughs> but CJ, he's kind of intimidates me, so I don't really. Yeah, you don't want. Yeah, whatever CJ says, you agree with. <laughs> You're right, CJ. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Great answer. Exactly. Rick asked, if you could be any animal, what would you be and why? Uh, any animal, I would probably be. Um, I'd probably be either a giraffe or a great white shark. Hmm. Okay. Uh, why? Giraffe. Um, you know, it's a cool view up there. You know, you yeah. can kind of see everything. And um, great white shark, I just feel like that's like the alpha, yeah. you know, of the ocean. So I think that would be sick. And really in both cases, as long as nobody screws with you, you're right. okay, right? You should be fine. You're yeah. in your own area, environment. Yeah. All right. And have you met anybody that doesn't like giraffes too? So. That is a very unique answer. Yeah. Uh, that's that's something. All right. Uh, and no, to answer your question, I'm not. I don't know anybody that's like, hey, I hate giraffes. I saw a giraffe heard. at the zoo the other day. That guy was a jerk. Right. Exactly. I've never heard that before. Right. All right. Um, if you had to choose one dipping sauce to use on any food for the rest of your life, what would it be? This one from Mike. Um, I would say ranch. Yeah. That would be my go-to. Yeah. Yeah. That's what CJ went with. I want to put some ranch on it. <laughs> Thank you, Coach. <laughs> Perry Owens. Uh, just such a universal condiment that can go on many things. Yeah. CJ added smartly to salads. Like, if you said ketchup or barbecue sauce or hot sauce, yeah, what yeah. are you going to put on your salad? Ranch, you can go with the meats and throw it on a salad. Yeah, you'd be eating some dry lettuce. Exactly. Yeah. You'd be a rabbit at that point or a giraffe, perhaps. Right. Maybe you'd enjoy that. Right, maybe. What's your uh, favorite salad dressing? Favorite salad dressing? Um, I like Caesar. Caesar. Okay. Like yeah. a good Caesar salad? Yeah. All Pizza. right. Uh, giraffe's up there eating the trees, so uh, Sim, he's on the all-name team, a guy named Sim. Okay. It's a cool name, right? Yeah, like the, like the driver. The driver, Sim. Yep, the Sim. Driver? Okay, yeah. Oh, kidding. like the driver? Yeah, yeah. Or a driver? Okay, yep. all right, fair enough. Bryson knows what I'm talking about. All right, good. Oh, by the way, Chandler, did you keep up with your score when you played in the Pirate Radio team? Like your individual score? Okay. I was going to ask. 300. You don't want to know. We were talking golf a moment ago. And I looked there, and you weren't there. Just like, it's like I'm, I'm, I'm a magician, dude. I yeah. just uh, disappear sometimes. I'm practicing He's for the. Magic man. Now you see him, now you don't. There you go. <laughs> uh sim says he was at a job interview and was asked if you were a tree what kind of tree would you be tree i would be i'd be a palm tree you know what i was thinking about this question and if the question was if you could choose to be any kind of tree what would you be and i went right to palm because you're in good weather right good view right we got some beach exactly or a pine tree yeah you'd be in pinehurst you know, it's pretty basic. On the golf course. Be yeah. in North Cacalac somewhere. Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite Coach Godwin moment? This <laughs> one from Eric Gullickson of Channel 7. Wow, there's just so many to choose from. Um, just yesterday, he created another magical moment for us. Yeah. Um, I was freshman year. We were at uh, USF, and um, I came up with the bases loaded with two outs, and... Um, Brian Packard was hitting behind me, and Coach G calls time and comes down and talks to me, and he says, uh, he says, hey, get on top of the plate and, and try to get hit so Packard can hit with the bases loaded. And then the guy hits me in the shoulder with 95. So 
I was like, wow, thanks for that one. <laughs> Talk about taking one for the team, right. dude. I was like, I don't know if you don't have any confidence that in me or, crazy. or what, but somehow it... Uh, and yeah, without hesitation, you went up there and did it and took one. That's yeah, awesome. Bright-eyed, 18-year-old rider just going up wearing 95 right in the, right in the shoulder. We need pack. So did you change your where you were in the box normally? Like, were you on it? Yeah, I was all over it. <laughs> I'm surprised they let me hit from there, to be honest with you. I think I was probably standing on and then packard hits a homer so or i think he either, either hit a homer or a double so he knocked him in it made the case even worse for me having to go wear another one again so did it god would talk about it after the game like did he give no, you any credit i don't think so damn all right well we're gonna give you credit today yeah. well yeah. done uh all right that is funny uh, are you a sunflower seeds guy yeah big time what's your favorite flavor uh from steven i like the uh the buffalo wing ones okay you know what? I love sunflower seeds. Um, I didn't know there was this many options. Yeah. I the, think you might have had like ranch and barbecue when yeah. I was coming up. But. There's a, David has a new one, Buffalo Style Ranch, which is really good. Oh, dude. Yeah, those are really good. They're getting crazy with the yeah. sunflower seed game. Yep. All right. Um, Hannah asked, if you had a time machine, would you use it to go back in the past or forward in the future? Definitely back in the past. Yeah. I think that's what everybody Definitely. Um, crap! I forgot to ask CJ this one. This has to be some kind of inside joke. I'm, I hope I'm not saying something <laughs> wrong here. But this is from Pirate Catcher Ben Newton. Okay. Will Christian Smallwood be invited to your wedding? Yes. Okay. Yes, he will. Is there anything to add to that, or should we leave it? At well, that, Small's just you know he's he's usually the life of the party. So okay. If he's there, it's usually going to be a pretty good time. You so. you want him to be at your wedding? Yeah all right it'll probably be in bryson's wedding i don't want to answer the question for him but we'll get bryson's answer coming up next yeah uh maybe the best question from c brab c b r a b on twitter mm -hmm. how many third graders could you take in a fight so at so you're, yeah so you're at cliff godwin's baseball camp this summer yeah and, and, and those kids just go and i had no bats or anything in my hand just nah you're oh, fifth God. okay i would probably well what was Mayhew's answer? I don't want to say more than him because he I know said that. seven. He was I kind of offended that I was like, "Could you do four? And he was like, "I could do way said, more." Than and four. then he jumped to seven. <laughs> After he asked, "Can yes. you do four? He said, "I could do seven. Right. Yeah. I, well, I would like to say more than seven, but if Mayhew's only taking seven, there ain't no way I can take more. That than kind seven. of sets the bar. Yeah, I would say, right, I would say right. five. I'll give Mayhew a good right. plus two boost. Interested to hear Bry uh, Bryson's yeah, answer on that one. Twenty. <laughs> Um, this one from uh, our own Jonathan Ellerby. If you could sit front row at any sporting event, what event would you choose to attend? So you're a sports fan. You like a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. What would be your one? I would, I would say I would probably say basketball. Football would be tough to see. Um, what about the 18th green? That's the I thought you were gonna go mass. See, I. I have a I have a weird like mixed emotions with watching golf in person. I like to be able to see a lot of different things because okay. like if you go to a golf tournament, you only watch like the like if you sit on the green, you would only see their approach shot and the putting. Right. If you sit at home and watch it, you can you know you see a whole bunch of different people do everything. And well, you I I love your your thought you put into this because basketball is. It's almost mind blowing, especially if you're at an NBA game to see how large those human yeah. beings are. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's a totally different aspect. So yeah, you go hoops. Yeah, Would you go like NBA Finals or yeah. NCAA Championship or. I'd probably say, well, 
or ECU versus Campbell on a Wednesday night. Exactly. Yep, that would be it right there. <laughs> All right, uh, a couple more. Ryder, if you could see any musician or band, alive or dead, perform live, who would you see? What's your ultimate concert? Uh, I would go with Queen. All right. I think that would be that's a, what I Summer Night said, our first guest of the yeah, show. That's, yeah. That she, would be a hell of a show. She's pretty smart, so yeah, that would be a... Ryder, do you believe in ghosts? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, is there a ghost? You mean like ghosts in the, ghost in the right closet, now? or like? Well, they could be anywhere. I don't know. Um, the ghost you... of Christmas past. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess you've never seen a ghost or a spirit or something that I would probably twisted your mind. No, I don't know. I don't even know how to answer that. Would you? If somebody said, if like experts, and I don't know if there are paranormal experts said, this is a haunted house. Like, is that something you'd do for fun? Like sleep in it one night? No, like, absolutely not. Because you'd be scared to or? Probably. Yeah. Okay. So well, you do think there's a chance. I, yeah. I mean, if it looks, if it looks creepy, I it's going to be run down dark. Yeah. I probably wouldn't sleep in there anyways. But, <laughs> right. Cause it'd be uncomfortable. Right. <laughs> and, well, if I had Bryson and Mayhew with me, I would go, but that's it. <laughs> I should ask CJ, could you kick a ghost ass? Well, yeah, pro- I'd probably beat up four ghosts. <laughs> probably about three, yeah. Uh, three or four ghosts. Uh, <laughs> um, do aliens exist? I don't think so. Okay. I say no. No aliens. I don't think so. All right. I'm Chandler, what, what do you, you got, Chandler? What do you think? I mean, what's like, I don't know. I want to, I think it would be pretty damn cool that if they existed they probably do we can't be the only living people on and this like universe. what what's your thoughts on like area 51 like what is the purpose of the i know it so i don't know area 51 that that's, that's a cover for something else or something? probably yeah. yeah are you a conspiracy guy not really <laughs> okay you're just kind of like whatever i see exists and what doesn't you're like, I you could, yeah, I don't know. That's that's okay. Yeah, I like some so many, There's just so many different. Yeah, I do too. But I don't like when it makes people go insane. Right. But I do yeah, like they to get think so about emotionally that stuff. attached to it. Correct. Where it like runs their life. If you can have like a conversation about it and yeah. like do the both sides thing and why right. you know I, I kind of I'm into that stuff. But here lately, it's kind of got out of control. So it's not. Yeah. As there's fun. just so many like. Kyrie Irving thinking the earth is flat. Like see, I heard he said that as a troll job, but I don't know if that's true or not. Well, see, the problem is he's got all these uh, he's got all these people that just say whatever Kyrie Irving believes, I believe. And so. he has other quacky ideas too. So yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah. That's I'm a, a I think the uh, topic for another time. <laughs> it is. All right. Anything else for Ryder? I think we'll let you go now. Do you enjoy these questions? I do. I do, too. I, I have a question for you guys. Oh, boy. All right. Celebrity crush. My first one was Ashley Tisdale. Ashley Tisdale. Who was that? Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Okay. Okay. See, I was That's thinking high school Disney music. Oh, and, and, and it was around that same yeah, time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mine's easy. Joe McIntyre from New Kids on the Block. <laughs> and uh, did you touch him? I did. Yeah, Charlie touched him. Nice. I touched three out of the five new kids. She physically assaulted new kids on the block. <laughs> that kind of sounds weird. Well, um, I mean, I did have front Mar- row seats. Too. Current day, Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie, yeah. that's a good one. My first one was probably Kelly Kapowski, Saved by the Bell. 
but i've i've gone through phases mm-hmm. um i had a big one on sarah chalk from scrubs yeah in the mid-2000s i guess yeah uh, i'm trying to think of who I see i'm disappointed no one said rachel green who was that friends jennifer aniston from uh, friends oh, oh yeah yeah of course. that was probably a big one yeah um is her name now i get these two mixed up it's either allison brie or brie larson which one do i have a crush on i probably should know her name if i have oh. a crush right uh let's i did allison brie i believe she was in community and she is very attractive to me uh, do you know her have you seen her or I, anything? I, I don't know yeah um something about her yeah I'm, i mean that's my celebrity crush can't go wrong with it all right uh is that your only question um <clears throat> we should add that to our sheet i'll remember that for next week yeah i'll think of some more i'll, I'll give you i'll give you some more next week all right fair enough Ryder. thanks for joining us thanks good luck uh in memphis appreciate it yes sir take a time out come back when we return bryson world fresh off a couple of bombs i guess we owe him some spins on the tilt a whirl We'll ask him what his favorite ride is, roller coaster, other than the Tilt-A-Whirl, and some other dumb questions. And talk about the winning weekend when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this. PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Do you have real estate questions about buying or selling residential or commercial properties? Are you curious about this current real estate market? Or do you need a property manager for rental homes? ECU alum Scott Harris with REMAX and SD Harris Properties can help answer every question you have and show you a stress-free real estate experience that will be memorable and enjoyable. If you have real estate questions, Scott has answers. Call Scott Harris today at 347-1857. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. All right, welcome back into the program. Congratulations to uh, some pirates who were picked up on free agent contracts or camp invites over the weekend. Saw DJ Ford's going to get a shot with the New York Jets. And how about Jaquan McMillan as uh, Mike Clills, who uh, reports for the Denver Broncos, says Jaquan McMillan got a $15,000 signing bonus, a $60,000 salary guaranteed Mm. uh, for $75,000 total guarantee the second best payout amongst Broncos undrafted free agents. So uh, congrats on Jaquan McMillan for getting paid and uh, was not drafted, but he took one of those visits out to Denver. Yeah, it's like one of the first visits he had when it came to the top 30 vi- uh, visits. Um, and uh, he, had, he had a really good day out here at the EC Pro Day. Too. Yeah. We, we were out there that day, and, and, and Jaquan looked good, which he, he looked good all season long on the football field for ECU. So congrats to him. And uh, we kind of, we knew this was going to come. Broncos wanted him. Broncos got him, and they're paying him some money. So yep. he'll have a shot to uh, – a good shot to make that roster. All right, Bryson World joining us after a fantastic weekend and a fantastic Sunday. And Bryson, uh, is that the first time you have hit a home run from both sides of the plate in one game? 
Uh, yeah, it is. It's my first time. Um, I think I mentioned it the other day, but AMAC did it earlier this year. And I was like, man, that's kind of cool. That is a cool <laughs> little baseball stat uh, yes. when it happens. So you uh, you hammered one from the right side of the box into left field and, and then from the left side of the box into right field. Both were no doubters. We were commenting, Bryson, that such a, like, when we talked to you, low-key, well-mannered guy, uh, you got a little sassy with that bat flip. Yeah, got a little carried away. <laughs> <laughs> they got a really good video of you and put it in slow motion. Yeah, and that was pretty it, sick. It, it is, uh, and those guys on on Twitter that are very famous, Jared Carabas, Carabas. You got yeah. the um, the Stephen. Uh, I can't remember his last name either. The picture. You're not a big last name guy, are you? Yeah, I, it's not about the last name. It's just about the first name. But th- they, uh, the uh, Jared, really liked it. Thought he he says, hey. Who he said? Who is the best at bat flipping in college baseball, and why is it East Carolina? Because we have captured. Uh, I mean, you had Jacob Starling with it. I think. Yeah. No offense. I thought his was pretty good earlier yeah, this his, year. It was good. Yeah, for sure. So, but now yours was was uh, had a lot of swag to it too. <laughs> and it felt did it is like a natural movement. Like did it feel natural? No, yeah, it felt natural. I didn't realize I did it until like. I mean, afterwards, and I went back and watched the video. I was like, man, I didn't realize I threw my bat that far. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Good stuff. uh, And coming off a great weekend, Bryson. And I want to compliment your plays in the outfield. I was talking about it a moment ago. But there was a time where it looked like Cincinnati was going to have a big inning. I think nobody out had runners on. And what would have been a two-run triple turned into a sack fly because that catch you made yep. in center field. You made a couple of great catches yesterday, uh, but how about that part of your game? You were uh, you were flagging them down yesterday. Uh, yeah, the wind was blowing out a little bit yesterday to right field, and then that guy he had an absolute um, seed, I would say, <laughs> to right center. And I think Colby mentioned it earlier when he was on the show. He's kind of moved me in like two steps right before that pitch, and then. Yeah, I mean, I ran back, and it's kind of a lucky catch, honestly. I really didn't see it because it was kind of over my head when I uh, reached up for it, but made the catch and saved the run. Awesome catch, and, uh, yeah, led to a, a big moment there for East Carolina. How much are they coaching you on? Is that something every at-bat where they'll kind of tell you left, right, up, out? Yeah, I mean, it's it's um, different depending on the guy. Um, even the counts, too. I mean, sometimes we'll move almost every pitch within that bat depending on if he's maybe late on the fastball or we know right yeah like um ak or sorry colby will communicate with ak um to get the pitch that's coming and maybe move me according to the information we have by the way shame on me i did not know until glenn told me yesterday i was yesterday years old as they say when i found out that colby bortles was the brother of blake bortles yeah he never is. knew that yep yeah, and now you can clearly see the resemblance when yeah, you. Yeah, if you if you look at Blake and look at Colby, they look the they look the exact same. So Blake went the football route. Colby uh, went the baseball route, and uh, an up and comer in the the coaching world. You think, Bryson? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I love Colby as a coach. Um, he does he positions us in the outfield in the games, and also does the the catching side of stuff. But I mean, he's a great guy to be around. Bryson, uh, your homers yesterday. What what pitches uh, did you homer on from those guys? Um, first one was a fastball, and the second one was a slider down and in. What was the uh, the counts? Uh, do you remember? I think the they counts? were both three two. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So you've seen some pitches. Yeah. Uh, a slider down and in. That's yep. uh, tough to get to, right? Yeah. I kind of moved into my barrel. I guess. I guess you could say. And uh, the fastball. I was telling you, uh, the one in the right right handed batter's box. It, it just almost looked like it looked fake. It was so <laughs> like the pitch was right where you wanted it. Right. Yep. Swing easy, and uh, you drop the tank on that one too. But a couple of no doubters, those got to feel good. Yeah, they do feel good when you don't have to worry about them. Sure don't. <laughs> now, the first time we met with you on the players' lounge, you said I think you said your goal was fifteen, 15. home run home runs. How many are you at right now? 
I think nine. Okay, so you're getting closer and closer. Yeah. And the weather's heating up. I remember when um, it was Jake Washer, right, that went crazy at he the went, end. Yeah, he went crazy in 2019. Like yes. conference tournament, regional, just started at the end of the regular yeah, season. I think he so. had like six or seven home runs within like that two-week period. Right. It was crazy. So uh, a lot of time for Bryson to not only get 15, but to, to get even more than that. Uh, team had to be feeling good after the sweep, as CJ Mayu pointed out. Is your first home sweep against the same team? You swept the Keith Leclerc Classic, but uh, first time all year to sweep a, a team at home, and kind of hard to believe it comes this late in the season. But tells you guys are playing some good baseball. Yeah, I mean, I think we've really played good baseball this weekend. Um, we, I think we did it all from all sides of the ball. I mean, we pitched the ball well the last two games. Um, we only gave up six runs in two games, and um, Cincinnati is a real offensive-based team. I mean, they're going to put up a lot of runs every time they play. So um, going out there, the pitching staff was um, working quick. So I allowed our defense to play the best we can. And obviously, offensively, we got the job done there. Even in the loss to State, and you could hear it after the game with Cliff Godwin. He, he was obviously upset you guys lost, but was almost complimentary of the offense and barreling the ball, hitting the yeah. ball well. Obviously wasn't happy with leaving all these guys on base. Yeah. But it sounded like he and I guess the rest of the team, you guys probably came away confident that like, hey, let's just knock these guys in and this is a completely different game here. Yeah, I mean, I felt like we were never really out of the game until they kind of hit that grand slam yeah. in the in the bottom of the eighth because, I mean, we were hitting, like you said, we are hitting a lot of balls hard and we are kind of right there within striking distance, but they kind of put us away there at the bottom. So, uh, Bryson, what's on tap for this week? No midweek game. This is kind of odd for you. So, yeah, uh, what's the plan Tuesday, Wednesday for you guys? Uh, I think tomorrow we just have a lift. Like today we just had lift. Tomorrow just lift. And then Wednesday we'll have a full practice and lift, kind of get us our feedback underneath us ready for the weekend. What is a full Cliff Godwin practice like? What are you guys doing? In the, first of all, how long is a practice? Uh, it depends. Spring practice normally is only like two hours the most, two and a half hours. Um, in the fall, they can get a little bit longer sometimes, depending on what day it is. But um, it's not too bad. It's short, uh, quick. We get in there, we get our work done, and get out. Hidden, uh, how many How many swings do you take? Um, take a little more. So the switch hitters have to probably take a little more. So I'm probably 100 to 150 a day. Man, yeah. And uh, just shagging balls in the field? Yeah, during BP. And we have a little individual defense session before we take batting practice. Bryson World joining us. Bryson, how much do you practice little things? I mean, like, I don't know, rundowns or situations? How, are you able to do that in season, or is that more fall uh, stuff? I think rundowns are more of a fall, the early spring thing. Um, once you get the hang of it, you're kind of good with that. But I think the uh, the infield practices, their blunt defense and their pickoffs, probably once a week, like that Wednesday or, or Thursday practice, we'll work on those. But outfield-wise, it's kind of just, like I said, we'll go, we have our little individual defense session, and really you get the most – and your alpha work during BP, you get those live reads off the bat. Bryson World joining us. Bryson, uh, you want to get to the odd questions before we get out of here? Let's get to it. All right. Redbeard asks, is a hot dog a sandwich? Um, no, I don't think so because I think a sandwich, you have to have two pieces of bread. But I guess if you cut the if you cut the bun in half, you can make it a sandwich. <laughs> okay. Uh, you're right, by the way. Yeah, that is the correct answer. Uh, but everybody, including C.J. Mayhew, is welcome to their opinion. <laughs> Bryson, if you could be an animal, what animal would you be and why? Um, maybe a cheetah. All right. Well, you got the speed. Fast animal. In the, <laughs> That's right. On land, at least. Um, if you could pick one movie to watch for the rest of your life, what would it be? This is from Ashley. One movie for the rest of my life. Um probably the grown-up series one or two okay okay yeah i like that a lot of people go in the comedy route yeah i enjoyed that as a kid um 
Yeah, that's a good choice. Yeah, there's good movies. I love this question from Mike. If you had to choose one dipping sauce to use on any food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Dipping sauce. I got to go with the Eastern North Carolina vinegar barbecue sauce. Eastern North Carolina. Yeah. So what you're putting that on barbecue? Obviously, I guess you can put it on like pork chops. You put it on anything. You put Put it on chicken. Okay. Yeah, it's good on chicken. Probably probably not steak. All right. Now, is the guys in the clubhouse are they aware? of cj cj mayhew's love for western barbecue yeah there's kind of a debate going on because every time we get like a, a parker's mill or anything we kind of have the two different sauces and then like me and coach g we're kind of like we're like um arguing for the eastern north Carolina style and then we have other guys <laughs> arguing for the the more the thicker barbecue sauce so it's a little debate good deal i'm uh i'm on team whirl and uh and godwin <laughs> on that one um what is your this is a tough one uh, what's your favorite Coach Godwin moment? So Ryder told a great story about how Cliff basically said, go up there and get hit by the ball so Packard can get up to bat. <laughs> and it worked. Uh, anything come to mind for you? Uh, favorite Coach G story? Um, I got a pretty funny one. My my sophomore year, we're walking through the airport. We're going to South Florida. I think it's literally the same series that Ryder was talking about. And like I just had my headphones on. I didn't really think of anything of it. And we get to the field later, and Coach G calls me over. He goes, Bryson. He's like, man, I just saw you walking through the airport. Like, you just had, like, no intent what you were doing. And I was kind of confused on what he was saying. He was like, like, you just, like, lost. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, man, it's like we just finished finals week. And, like, I was just t- taking my time going through the airport, and he's going to – bash me for just walking walk the airport. <laughs> you got to have an intent we, on we, everything you do in life. We haven't got to the game yet. <laughs> Give me man. a break, man. <laughs> All right, so now when you walk around, do you walk with intent? I try to, yes. All right, good. See, it's a life lesson. <laughs> Always be, uh, I don't know, uh, on edge at all times. That's right. All right, uh, let's see. Let's get a few more in here. Outside of the Tilt-A-Whirl, what is your uh, favorite roller coaster, your favorite ride? Um I do like roller coasters. My favorite roller coaster is probably um, the one in Bush Gardens called the Griffin. Okay. Um, yeah, it's probably the, my my favorite one. I hadn't been there. Shirley's nodding her head. I hadn't been to Bush Gardens in a long time. When I was a kid, all they had was like the Big Bad Wolf and Loch Ness Monster. Yeah. And uh, that was probably 30 years ago. So they've got a few <laughs> new ones now. All right. Uh, this is a good one for Bryson. Hannah asked, what Olympic sport would you choose to participate in? You're a great athlete. So yeah. what would you um, uh, what would you do? I'd want to say like a weight, like a Olympic weightlifting sport, but I know like those guys are just absolute freak athletes, and yeah. that that would just never be achievable. The amount of weight that they can lift, yeah, the amount of screaming that goes on when mm-hmm. they lift those—that's that's nuts. Uh, do you are you the best weightlifter amongst the baseball players? I mean, it depends what lift. <laughs> depends what lift. We got the peanut gallery behind you shaking his head. Zach, no. You can talk about you can talk about it with Zach when you leave, but he tends to disagree. I want to ask Zach what lift he thinks he's better than. <laughs> <laughs> we could do this right now all right um oh the advancement of technology and sunflower seed flavors is boggling mm-hmm. my mind right now yeah. what's your uh, favorite flavor uh the sweet and spicy okay that's i have my, had that's those. my go-to um this was i don't understand this joke will christian smallwood be invited to your wedding <laughs> it's a funny story because ben and i are roommates and so are so are um me and christian and he's kind of sent it as a joke i think but I mean, yeah, I guess Smalls will have to be invited to my wedding. Is he a fun? Is he a party guy? Yeah, me. I wouldn't say he's a party guy. I mean, he's in his, he's in his studies right now. He's studying for the MCAT. He's trying to get into um, get into med school somewhere. So he's been about his books recently. But All right, 
but a good guy to have around yeah a great guy to have around for okay sure. so he's going to be at the wedding um how many third graders could you take in a fight i heard Ryder talking about this and i heard cj said seven but yeah. i was like it's like man come on you can do more than that <laughs> i was thinking at least 10 <laughs> 10 third graders well we're gonna find out this summer at clip golf and baseball camp yeah we gotta set this up i i want to see this happen now uh let's see if you could sit front row at any sporting event what would you uh choose to attend um maybe a courtside nba finals game seven that'd be cool yeah, yeah. that'd be cool uh, if you could see any musician or band, alive or dead, perform all time, what would be your ultimate concert? Might have to go with Rider's Choice, Queen. That okay? That's a popular yeah. choice. That's at least three times today that Queen has been the answer. That's right. I guess uh, have you kids seen the uh, the YouTube, the famous concert? All right, you've probably seen the movie. Yeah, I saw right? the, yeah Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw the movie. That was that was a good movie. Uh, do you believe in ghosts? Um. I haven't had any experiences with ghosts, so my answer would have to be no right now. But if I if I had an experience that changed my mind, then I let us know. Yeah, I will let you know. <laughs> Subject to change. Um, let's see. Anything else? Uh, I don't. Sim, if you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be? I'm an oak tree. All right, fair enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's about it for uh, for Bryson today. Good stuff. Bryson uh, got Memphis coming up on the road, yep. and then a couple of home series. So uh, you looked at the Tigers at all yet? You know anything about them yet? I actually have no idea. Yeah. I have no. I know they're. That's par for the course. You yeah. you kind of wait till your coaches give you the the info, right? Yeah, they'll, they'll give us a scouting report on Thursday night for the the Friday pitcher, and that's when I'll know. With uh, I don't know midweek baseball off. Like, what are you gonna do? tomorrow evening like you haven't had a tuesday night off in a while so what are you going to do uh we're actually in the finals week right now and i have a a final project due on wednesday so i'll i'll have to work on that um t- today tomorrow and wednesday get your schooling done good yep, stuff that's right bryson thanks for hanging out with us man keep up the good work yeah no problem appreciate Congrats. it Congrats. maybe you. uh i don't know are you all conference today did you get on the honor roll or anything no idea <laughs> of course you don't i don't have a twitter so i don't i don't see any of that good stuff. keep it that way son <laughs> don't look at that world it's crazy out there all right we'll take a time out come back wrap up hour number two zach agnos will join us hour three can't wait to hear his answers to these we'll talk about what it was like passing candy around joiner library the other day and uh more with zach ecu closer zach agnos uh we'll talk about that too when we return after this This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference in Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. David Price Construction, the proud ECU Home Services partner. Give them a call today at 919-291-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Clip Brock. 
Alrighty, back with you here, Pirate Radio Live, wrapping up hour number two. We asked Bryson World, did he make the AAC honor roll? He said, I don't know. I don't have Twitter. Good answer to by him. Uh, the answer, Ashley uh, chimes in and says, yes, he is on the list. Uh, he makes the list for the AAC honor roll uh, in uh, the week of May the 2nd. So congratulations once again. Two dingers yesterday and really two great plays in center field as well, helping the East Carolina pitchers out. So uh, congrats to Bryson Worrell. Um, we're going to get to Zach Agnos in a moment, so you can stop filming, CJ, and get that camera out of my face. Get that camera out of my face. Uh, because we have to take another break. But before we do, CJ, get on the mic, because i got some questions for you. Uh, we got two Game 1s coming up tonight in the NBA playoffs. The Heat are big favorites over the Sixers, and that's because Joel Embiid is not playing. So, CJ, how about Game 1 in Miami? If I had to bet... It's a big spread. Can Miami cover seven and a half? Yes, and I would honestly take them up to like nine or ten. Okay. Mm. So you are uh, bullish on the heat tonight. I'm very low on what James Harden can do, especially when you have to rely on him now. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. How about the Mavericks? They have been really good against the spread, especially on the road. Now, that was against <laughs> Utah. What about against the Phoenix Suns tonight? Who do you like in that matchup? Um, what's the spread? uh let's say six okay i think i'd like the mavs um just to cover maybe not win but there's just a big question mark about how good devin booker's gonna look because to close the series against new orleans wasn't 100 percent um i know he'll be out there but what will his production value be that'll that'll be very important all right uh those are the two game ones going on tonight also carolina hurricanes in action are you a what are you a penguin penguins fan yeah but with pretty pretty realistic expectations of not making it very far i can jump on the canes bandwagon too all right game one against the bruins tonight in pnc arena also a couple of finals for major league baseball the white Sox shut out the angels today three nothing and a low scoring game in st louis one nothing cardinals over the royals coming up later tonight the Braves will be in New York taking on the Metropolitans. The Mets, uh, first place in the East. Max Freed, Chris Bassett. Great pitching matchup tonight in New York. The Orioles will be taking on the Twins. You can hear that game right here on Pirate Radio. Yankees will be on the road in Toronto to face the Blue Jays. All that going on on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. One other update Chase Elliott, your winner today in dover is that where it was yes all right chase elliott wins bad break for kyle bush has he exploded yet oh i'm sure he will i haven't even looked but went to the pit while it was green and while he was in the pit there was a caution called and that screwed up it looked like he was going to win the race Mm -hmm. uh but he did not all right we let uh zach finish his food now we can take a break come back and talk to him on the other side of this timeout, we'll talk about him at the dish. We'll talk about him on the mound as uh, he closed the game out this weekend. He got his first save of the season. Talk about that and more when we return on Pirate Radio Live, Hour 3. Back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light, reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. To get the business services that are right for your business today, contact the team of experienced local bankers at First Bank. The team includes bankers uh, you can trust like Ashley Caps, Lee Watson, Bonner Latham, Chris Richards, Josh Hooten, and Heath Nesbitt. First Bank, together with their customers, are creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. First Bank on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is Clip Brock. Alrighty, back with you here on Pirate Radio Live on a Victory Monday, a Players Lounge Monday. Players Lounge brought to you by Delcor, the service professionals. If you need heating, cooling, uh, plumbing work done, contact Delcor and uh, they'll get you right every single time. They have been uh, in business for a long, long time around these parts and uh, you can trust them to get the job done each and every time. We're talking Pirate Baseball with Zach Agnos, who joins Chandler and I here in the Pirate Radio Studios. Zach, welcome in. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good. Uh, doing a lot better from the results from this past weekend. Thanks awesome for having weekend. me. Fantastic weekend. And really, the Tuesday night game against NC State, I talked to, and Bryson mentioned it, score looks a little funky, got away from you, but he said you never really felt like you were out of that game. The, the Grand Slam was a backbreaker. But outside of that, you were getting on base, yeah. just couldn't get around, right? right. Yeah, and I, I I said this in the post game. Like, you think about a max ball that he hit that goes over the fence, and that's two more runs, so that's five runs right there. And then if the ball I hit gets doesn't – I don't even know what happened with the pitcher. Yeah. But if, he, if that ball gets through, that's two more runs right there. So that's just a completely different story. And there's many – there's a couple of those throughout the – the night that I can't think of right now, but those are just two off the top of my head that would, you know, kind of completely change the momentum of the game. You laced one, and the pitcher just happened to react in the right yeah. way, and uh, you had to give him a tip of the yeah, helmet, right? I, did, I had to. One of those things. Uh, Zach, uh, you might want to cover your ears here. This is like, this is don't listen to the noise stuff. Do you know ECU's RPI? No Do idea. you know that stuff? No idea. Uh, it's 52 right now, the live RPI. And uh, you want to see that number improve. And as you guys win games, it will improve. But do you guys talk at all about regional, that kind of stuff? Um, Not really. Uh, Coach Godwin will mention it. He'll just say, doesn't matter when we're playing our best baseball, or it doesn't matter how you start, it's how you finish, yeah. how you play in the regionals and super regionals. And he always says that championships are on Sundays, so like the conference tournament championships on Sunday. And regional championships on sunday and if you play three games in the super the chant the, the deciding games on sunday so we we talk about it but not like where we are like we don't look at the projections like where we're going to be regional regionally wise and we just um we use it as motivation sort of well it was a uh a, cha- a series championship yesterday as you guys broke out the camos and, and got it done and uh first time you've swept uh, an opponent at home in conference play this year and uh guys had to be pretty fired up yeah it was awesome you know we finally put together a really good weekend um you know pitchers uh saturday and sunday threw through the ball great ben terwilliger stepped up on saturday big yeah um and you know the cincinnati i think honestly is probably the best offense us and them are the best two offenses in the conference and um friday we got a little taste of that and then i think saturday and sunday was a little different kind of game um i wasn't expecting it. i was expecting to go in there and 
put up 15 runs us put up 15 runs they're putting up 10 runs like i thought that's what i thought it was going to be and it's no it's no uh it's no knock on our pitching staff it's just a compliment to their offense because those boys can hit uh you didn't have cj mayhew going four perfect on your bingo card saturday how about that you know i knew i i've always known it's in them um just really it was fun to play behind like really easy i mean i couldn't even like like usually in between pitches i'll like take my glove off take a deep breath and then get bet locked back in i couldn't even do that like i was just like like he pitches it balls back to him and then i'm i have to get ready because he's already going again there was the person running the scoreboard in the press box that day who is not a baseball person per se and not always out there and uh she said at one point like in the third or something like does this guy work really fast or is this going really fast like he and and some guys like to take their time sometimes hitters will make a pitcher yeah that guy that hit second in the order for cincinnati Ow. had a 45 second routine he'd do when he got up to the plate every time uh the worst was uh number 14 on their team white stop yeah i mean Ben Newton, he said he was about to jump out, strangle him. <laughs> I called, I called him the human rain delay. <laughs> so they'll try to take the pitcher out of rhythm, but CJ is one of those guys. Jake Coochmaner, one of those guys too, that really For likes sure. that, that sure. quick rhythm. Yeah, it's, and Zach Agnos, one yeah, of those guys too, right? Yeah, I try not to go too fast. I just, you know, I don't like think about it really. I just get the ball, and get my sign, and go. I try not to, you know, force a pace. Like I just do what comes naturally. Chandler, we saw that scary. Man, Zach Agnos yesterday, when he gets that ball on the mound, he turns into it. That smile he's got right now goes away. Yeah, it's turned, not there on the mound. I know that for a he fact. He hulks up. Uh, you came in in a stressful spot, got the out in the eighth inning, and uh, and what did anything, any talk in the dugout? Like, Coach, am I going in for the ninth? What was that? Uh, like? It wasn't, Coach, am I going in for the ninth? It said, I said, I am going back out there. And he said, yeah, you are. So, well, it wasn't Coach Galvin for – yeah other reasons but it was ak oh yeah that's right <laughs> ak said you were down a coach late in the game me and ak just kind of looked at each other and we both said at the same time like i'm going back out there so it was good knowing that he had the confidence in me going back out there was just kind of lifted weight off my shoulders i like the thing you do before you start your warm-up pitches where you do like a crow hop and just chunk well, it in there yeah i kind of have to because I, I mean i don't really get to warm up in the bullpen that much just helps loosen it up yeah some. just just loosens it up a little bit and uh and man a uh, a great outing for agnos one in the third one strikeout no walks is a good thing mm-hmm. of course no hits so i uh, felt pretty good up there yesterday yeah i mean i got Oh, I had all three pitches working. I was landing the curveball. Um, fastball was good. Um, landing my splitter, which is good. So, I mean, it was, it was quick. And that's, I mean, I'm not going to be a pitcher that goes out and strikes out three guys in an inning. Like, I'm going to be a guy that gets some soft contact and lets the defense work. And, you know, Joey Barini, like, Joey Barini coming off the bench making that play was huge, you know, just kind of set the tone for the ninth inning. So, uh, 12 pitch is pretty economical yeah. in your work as well. Wasn't too bad on my arm. Uh, uh, what does the uh, the splitter do? What do you want it to do if it's working? Um, first of all, I wanted to be hard. Like I want it to be like 84, 85 miles an hour. And when I'm throwing it really good, like I can feel it come out of my because I throw it like this. So I bunch up these three fingers. Thumb goes underneath, and then I split my fingers across like the seams seams right here, and I just rip down as hard as I can. And if I'm throwing it good, it comes out of my hand, and it just like kind of wobbles. And then right as it gets to the plate, it just dives like down, and it's gonna and it, it's it doesn't have a lot of spin. Like 
there's a lot of metrics with spin rate and how much your fastball spins, how much your curveball spins. So the high, like on fastball and curveballs, you want higher spin rate, but on my splitter, you want less, so it doesn't hmm. spin as much. So it's almost like it's not a knuckleball. Right? Yeah, that's what you're describing. All yeah, that, yeah, but it's like it's just hard because it's just literally like slipping through my fingers right here. So I just look for like the I call it bite right at the end of the uh, like right when he gets to the plate. I look for that bite down. I always remember this after Ryder leaves on Mondays. I've been wanting to and. I am not giving him any kind of advice on life or baseball, but has he considered, because he's not going to blow anybody away, considered trying a, a knuckler up there to add to the arsenal? You know, I used to throw with him last year before games, and we'd just mess around for like the last like few throws and just start ripping knuckleballs at each other. <laughs> Mine was obviously better than Ryder Sorry, but... You know, I might have to, it, I might have to swing that. Talk one it over. I, yeah, see what he says. I'll, I'll, let you, I'll get back to you on that one. So, who? Where did you get that splitter from? Uh, where did you see that? When did you um, develop that one? My pitching coach in high school played in the big leagues for a total of eighteen years, eleven at the major league level. Um, and who was that again? Sean Camp. Okay, I played with a few teams. Um, and I was like, hey, I really want a good changeup because I had a good slider in high school, and he's like, okay. And he showed me the grip. I was like, nah, I don't like that. He was like, oh, okay. And then he pulls up a video. He's like, I was like, oh, is that you? He's like, yeah. He's like, look at that swing and miss. I was like, oh, nice. <laughs> and I watched the video again. It's Derek Jeter. He struck out Derek Jeter with that pitch. And then David Ortiz. And he's just like swiping through all these guys. That's he struck awesome. out with it. So I was like, I was like, you know what? I'll try it. And, um, you know, honestly, like I really, it really never like took any time to get you. It just kind of like just became like a good pitch because i'm not very good at like being able to manipulate a ball and slow it down mm -hmm. i just have to throw it as hard as i can <laughs> and that won't, that's the pitch that you have to throw as hard as you can good deal yeah that's cool how much do you spend time during the week with coach knight and the pitchers as opposed to your you know about no time at you're all. just a gamer <laughs> yeah, you're just, just like your number's called and you go up there yeah, it's, it's, there's nothing to it. I mean, that's just – I don't like doing it. Like, yeah, I'll throw bullpens and stuff, but I really just like going out there and performing and just playing. Like, that's just – It's probably a good thing, too. You hear a lot about pitchers getting in their own heads and stuff. Yeah. Like, you don't have a lot of time to think about it, well, dude. That's the thing. Yeah, I don't. And the thing is, like, nobody expects me to go up there and throw a perfect – just go – three up three down like they yeah they're like oh he's coming in from shortstop he's probably tired probably. so if the pitchers like had a poker night one night they just got together and had a little poker night and you walked in would it be awkward they'd be no. like oh, you'd, no. be, you'd so, be a part of the crowd no, yeah like before before the season we go to uh we usually go to the rick house but they had a lot of stuff but they went to ninos yeah mm -hmm. and i actually was invited but i had class and wow you big time the pitchers i did wow <laughs> um but i was invited and we have a pitchers group chat that i am in and okay all right. i didn't get added in i was always in it so. i just didn't know if it would be one of those situations where you went hey guys i'm here and like, oh. <laughs> no that, no that, well it sounded like Ryder was the outsider since he didn't know what a well, no, rosin no, bag is this and, is the worst part about Ryder is when he like at the beginning of the season he'd talk all this junk to the pitchers to be like like, because when we hit and we have to go change to get ready for BP, the pitchers usually go help out with the baseballs and the hitting indoor, and Ryder will be like, hey, guys, go pick up our baseballs and stuff like that. But now, yeah. he's like, that's BS. You guys can pick up your own balls. This is both. <laughs> he's just flipping sides now. <laughs> what a traitor. A traitor to the infield. All right, good stuff. Zach Agnos joining us hitting the road for Memphis. Uh, what are you doing Tuesday night? No baseball. 
Like you hadn't had a Tuesday night to yourself in a while. So what are you going to do? I haven't really thought about it. Probably watch some baseball on TV. Right. Base, got, more baseball. Done with school, so I won't. You're done, done? Not yet. I have an exam at 6.30 tonight. Okay. Good luck. Thank you. Good Thank deal. You. Good uh, Good job this year, class-wise? You Solid. Feel good? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Solid. How Solid. close are you to graduating? Uh, I have to take one summer class, and then next semester, and I should be good. Awesome. Good stuff. That's, All right. Let's get to the nonsense, Zach. The best part. Redbeard asks, is a hot dog a sandwich? You know, I haven't put much thought into this because I'm really not a hot dog person. Um, I feel like if I say either one, I'm going to get... No, there's one right answer. There's one right answer? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, CJ May, you got it wrong. <laughs> I would consider it a sandwich. Oh, you uh, and CJ got it wrong. <laughs> well, it's got two buns. And it does not! So the hot dog bun It's got one bun! Right, so you're telling me on the 4th of July, like, cookout, you're, you've never had, like, a bad bun where it ripped in half? <laughs> no, see, that's, that's so you're that saying on. at that point it becomes a sandwich? <laughs> that, that point I just put ketchup on the bun and then... Now be honest, whenever it does break like that, do you try to put it back together like it's a hot dog bun or do you like... No, I literally said it. make it a sandwich? I, the, the very limited amount of times I have ate a hot dog. You're not a hot dog guy. Not a hot dog. Okay. The very limited amount of times I will put the bun down, put the hot dog, and then put the... See, now that that's a sandwich. Then that's a sandwich. Listen, that just so happens to be a hot dog in so between why, the bread. So why do you think it's not a sandwich? Well, because you said something about two buns. No, there's one bun. It's a so bun. That's like, that's like, does a straw have one or two holes? <laughs> oh, God. Now you're blowing oh. my mind. <laughs> oh, God. <I'm... laughs> you didn't get me. One or two holes. I don't know. I'm not eating out of a straw. I'm not worried about that right now. <laughs> you drink out of it. Well, some people don't. But... <laughs> um. No, I want to know the answer to this. What do you think? One or two? That is a good question. Does a straw have one or two holes? It's got... Mm, now you got to ask yourself, what's a hole? Because is that that the hole? or I'm going to say two holes? I'm saying one. No, it's, just, <laughs> it's one for it's me. It's literally just right through. It's just yeah. one hole. The hole doesn't end. That's, so yeah. to make a second one, it doesn't end. All right, fair enough. <laughs> hmm. But you're saying a, a hot dog has two buns? I mean, it's got two, like, it's it's surrounded by buns, is what I'm saying. If you had a bun at the bottom and the top, now we're talking potential sandwich. Uh, Zach, what's your, uh, how about this? If you could construct the perfect sandwich, what would you have Ooh. on it? Mm. You just had one, so what was I that? Know, yeah, <laughs> like, the thing is, like, I'm not very, like, I'm going to be honest, I'm not very, like, out there with my food. I keep it simple. Ah, uh, okay. So, like, my subs, turkey, provolone, mayonnaise, and lettuce. Okay. Like my ice cream, everywhere I go. Vanilla? Vanilla with rainbow sprinkles. <laughs> That's all, all right. I do. Fair Just enough. nice and simple. Keep it simple. Uh, if you could be any animal, what would you be and why? This one coming from Rick. Oh, gosh. I've got some good answers on I, this I, one today. You know, I always like... Um, I, you know what? I will say I want to be a falcon. Okay. Because I didn't know this until yesterday before the game... Me and Coach Palmer were talking about his kids and stuff, and he says his kid like just kind of gave him a remark back. They're talking about the fastest animals or something like okay. that, and uh, and then he's like, "Actually, Dad, you're wrong. It's a falcon. It says they dive at 240 miles an hour." Damn. So that's unless unless I was so wrong, but he says like, I think that'll just be awesome. There's got to be some speed on it to see those animals catch critters on the ground or things in the ocean is pretty incredible really the way i've never seen them oh yeah but i think it would be cool you need to watch some national geographic there i used to watch uh 
was that show called planet earth yeah yeah you yeah. should love that thing all right good answer uh ashley says if you could pick one movie to watch for the rest of your life what would it be oh wow wow it's a good one yeah you know i'm a big I, one of my favorite movies of all time i got top three bohemian rhapsody that's huge i love it there's another question uh, anyway go ahead okay. sorry bohemian rhapsody ford versus ferrari hmm i hadn't seen that and hacksaw ridge have you seen that one? I don't think the war so. movie. It's a war movie. Oh uh, no, I haven't. It's a war movie about a guy who enlists in the military, <clears throat> but he promised his parents that he wouldn't would use never, a gun. He would not use a gun. Wouldn't touch a gun. So like he's literally, he, and he's a war hero. Is it a true story? Is it based on a true story? It's got to be the true story of Desmond T. Doss. Yeah, and he, like, he goes up and saves. He saves like hundreds of lives. He's got like without a, a gun. Without a gun. The only time he used a gun was to wrap. It, it, well, he didn't even like technically touch it. He wrapped like a blanket or something around the gun so he wouldn't touch it. He dragged his one of his one of his like other what was word I'm looking for members like yeah. he, whatever dragged him and he was injured and then he like it was like off the top of a cliff so he like got a rope and like tied it around and was like lowering people down saved hundreds of lives or wow. something like that it was awesome all right um, 84% on Rotten Tomatoes it's really good check that out. it's a really good movie it's really good and Ford vs. Roy amazing okay all right good stuff um all right well i'll get to the the reason i perked up when you said bohemian rhapsody if you could choose any musician or band alive or dead and go to their concert oh. what would it be three people have already said queen really because of that movie i think i like queen i would want to just because like freddie mercury would be like hey oh like that stuff <laughs> yeah. um but i'll change it up i, I be do, be do. <laughs> yeah sorry good um I like I'm a big country music fan, so I like like Riley Green. I think he'd be really good in concert. Um I saw Garth Brooks was <coughs> singing Calling Pat Baton House. Rouge in Baton Rouge this weekend. Really? And people were losing their minds. Wow. So, yep. All right. Uh do do. What's your favorite <laughs> Coach Godwin moment from Eric Gullickson of Channel Seven? Ooh. Trying to get people in trouble. So Ryder had a good story about Coach Godwin telling him to get hit on purpose so Packard could bat, and it worked. Uh, Worrell said he was going through the airport. <laughs> he, and this was – it wasn't a great story, but Bryson telling it was good because he said he was just walking through the airport, and later that day, Coach Godwin went up to him and said, Bryson, you were walking through the airport with no intent earlier. <laughs> and Bryson said – he was like, Coach, I had exams. Like, we got a game. Can, can you back off for one second? <laughs> like, no intent, Bryson. <laughs> so, anyway, do you have a good um, one? You know, I – I got – I mean, I got one, and then I got, like, something else that is just funny because Coach Godwin gets worked up about it. But um, I think we'll, pregame last year – I think he was trying to get, he was really trying to get us fired up. We were all really fired up until he got to the end. He's like, it's just a simple game. We score more runs than them and we give up less. And everybody's just like, what the, that's kind of baseball coach, right? <laughs> but then I also like, I'll do some imitations. Like, I don't know if you guys know, but like, I'm, okay. that's like one of my things. I do some imitations right. and like, and he found out that I did them, and I was doing them for Goldspies. Uh, and then he kind of got upset with me. Not upset. That he's, like, just, like, joking around, got, like, funny with me and started trying to imitate me. And 
just kind of went south. Oh, and, I bet and that then, was good. And then we started going back and forth, jabbing at each other. So that was kind of funny. That is good. But, All right, what's your uh, favorite sunflower seed from Stephen? Favorite flavor? I, you know, I like dill, dill pickle, but my favorite sunflower seed I've ever had. One of my buddies in high school, Nick Chalky, used to buy original seeds and make his own flavors. He made wow. a cinnamon flavor. Oh, wow. It's, it was like a cinnamon glaze, and it was the most incredible seeds I've ever had. Life-changing. Interesting. That gives me an idea, because uh, I'm a big, like, uh, did you ever go to O'Cool's when it was open? Were you around then? Uh, a restaurant no. here in Greenville. Their uh, jerk, dry rub jerk wings were my favorite in town. And, in fact, we were having an NFL draft party, and I talked to the owner and said, hey, man, uh, could you give me some of that dry rub? He was like, yeah, sure, I'll give you some, but you can just get it at Food Line. It was like finding out, oh my, like the Easter Bunny. Went, like, I was like, wait, I could just go buy this? But the way they made it is still great. Anyway, I'm thinking about now getting some uh, Caribbean jerk sunflower seeds that'll be mm. good mixing like, some seasoning in there but he like literally like baked them and did everything like, ah so it it's like a, a process. process a whole nine yards yeah. yeah and you had some and they were awesome yeah they were interesting so they were so good very inventive your friend there that's good stuff yeah all right uh hannah asked what olympic sport would you choose to participate in hmm gosh well i'm not very strong not strong well not strong as bryson but so i'm not gonna be a weightlifter uh can't tread water so bryson was like uncle rico out there he's like hey you want me to pick up this couch like he was ready to challenge you <laughs> i know he was he said something as he's walking out yeah i heard him he's like dude it was a joke he's like and he started you can see the vein in his i was like i'm sorry i heard you say i was just playing <laughs> i was just playing just man. Play. uh but i can't tread water for more than about 10 seconds so water polo's out that would be cool. That would be cool. Um, you know, I, f- I would actually, you know, what I'd really enjoy. I could see you with the hair. You put some. Uh, you could do some like gymnastic stuff. You could be on the like, put some wristbands on, and uh, no, I'm not strong. Enough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, I would actually really like to do like a bobsled. Like I think that would be fun. Yeah. Not skeleton. I'm telling you, me and CJ watched skeleton this past winter. The skeleton, whatever it's called. Is that solo? Yeah, it's like solo where they're on their back yeah. in. I mean, it was kind of sad because me and CJ were just watching and laughing because one person got flipped over and was just going down the entire track with their head just dragging on the Yeah, ice. there's nothing you can do, right? I was like, oh my... It's like, And it still had like the velocity of what it was going. It was like 100 miles an hour. I was like, oh my gosh. All right. Uh, yeah, that's... So that's the one you would choose? Well, bobsled. No, bobsled, bobsled. Okay, all right. Uh, Steven Igo asked, what is your favorite roller coaster? Are you a roller coaster guy? No. Okay. Wait, but, you know... I am, I I'm. It's not roller coasters, it's heights. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I yeah, I don't know if you guys ever been to Kings Dominion. Yeah, yeah. You ever been on? I like Intimidator. I went on like twice, and I I don't like that. Like I don't like the feeling of literally like being pointed straight up. Yeah. But once you go once you go down, it's fun. But the, have you ever? Could you do like Space Mountain at yeah, Disney because yeah. it's in the dark, so you well, don't. That's even... what that's my favorite roller coaster is uh, Flight of Fear at Kings Dominion. Where it's indoor and it's like uh, a, okay. it's, they call it like a spaghetti track because it's just like all looped. And the first thing you do, you take off, and then the first thing you do is go up, and then like you spin. It's like a, it's like not like a full loop, but it's like a 
You go back and then you like turn. It's like hmm. a loop and a corkscrew mix. It's All fun. Right. Interesting. Uh, ben Newton, this is some kind of inside joke here. He asked, Will Christian Smallwood be invited to your wedding? Christian Smallwood. Uh, yeah, uh, I'd have to say yes. Okay. Just because, you know, so many memories together with that guy. Um, All right. Helped me through a tough time last year. Let's just say that. Good, good. Uh, question of the day from Seabrab on Twitter How many third graders could you take in a fight? So, Chandler, I like the way you asked this. What's so, your scenario? All right, this summer, Cliff Godwin baseball camp, all those kids. <laughs> something they're, goes haywire. Right. Something goes wrong. They're all going for you. How many are you taking? <laughs> How many could you beat up at Dude, once? I, I have bad th- I work camps this summer, and there's our coach's grandson actually spit on one of our kids' neck, and he was like... <laughs> He had him by the collar, like <laughs> holding him up, oh, and he God. was saying some words. I'm not repeating what in the, the words. World? He literally honked a loogie on the back. Of, it was gross, but anyway, jeez, I wouldn't see. I would just run. Like I wouldn't beat a third grader up. Like, well, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> like Bryson's over here, ten, <laughs> ten of them, whippersnappers. <laughs> All right, fair enough. See, have you seen my biceps and my abs? I'll beat up ten of them. <laughs> Easy, and I'll eat them. <laughs> uh, I like that we're turning Bryson into some like big bad monster. Um, do you believe in ghosts? Uh, <coughs> I think there's yeah, I actually do. I think there's ghosts in our house. AJ Wilson last year woke up and said he was reaching for someone. It's like, come here. He's like, oh, wow. he said he just saw a shadow. He's like, all right, I'm going to bed. Mm, have you ever out. had like an experience that you think might have been a ghost? I've never personally had one. No. Do you uh, believe that aliens exist? I think they have to. Like, yeah. they can't. Like, we'll probably never see them, but there's got to be something out there like, yeah. in the universe, right? This this stuff just makes my head spin. And my well, head. the thing that's so frustrating is that a lot of people talk about it. You know, you want to believe it because it's cool, yeah. unless you're freaked out by it, but there's no proof. Yeah, there's none. Yeah. There's no proof. And the proof that is out there is like easily fake like, yeah you know, right, right, right oh yeah like, also, all right, that's fake. but we're also confined to was, earth now we've been to space but even there's well, even like I'm, further... wait, I'm, I'm waiting for like abc cbs whatever these you know the big channels to breaking news like we yeah. we got an alien i know i'm waiting for my phone just to go like amber alert berserk but i saw something on twitter and it was like aliens found in a swamp it was like literally someone dressed up as shrek being catched by like a net i was See, like yeah. and you got to watch out for the clickbait out there oh, and they'll and get you with that stuff they're probably not even what we think they are right yeah like we've got a concept of what we think they like are because of tv and movie big, yeah correct they're probably like they might like a chair or something i don't know <laughs> all right anyway yeah, i don't know that's all we got for you today Oh, I appreciate it. It was fun. That was good stuff. That was good. Have fun in uh, Memphis. Oh. You gonna eat some ribs or I don't know. I don't know. What are you gonna do in Memphis? Go see Elvis. I'll be cool. Yeah. Probably not. Though. Go see the ghost of Elvis. Go see the ghost. <laughs> All right. Is that enough. where his tomb is? Ah, uh, that's where. Great. Help us out, Shirley. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Graceland, right? I'm trying to remember if his tomb is at Graceland or if he was buried where he grew up, which is in Tupelo, Mississippi. Tupelo. I want to say he, him Where and his family, his family, family. Are buried in the backyard. I want to say he's buried near his mother. There, he is buried in Graceland, uh, Memphis, Tennessee. Okay. Then, so then his mother and father were buried in Tupelo. All right. That stuff kind of creeps me out. Like when we we're in New Orleans, it was like they, you know, they can't bury their 
tombs, right? Yeah. So it's like above, above ground. ground yeah. So we're just like driving through the city, and it's just like literally like both sides surrounding us are just ginormous like mm. tombs. Mm. I'm like, ah. Oh, you got to take a ghost tour while you're in New Orleans. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. I've got one scheduled I... coming up at the end of the month. Why? Do you really? Charlie can yeah. be your tour guide. Yeah, I'm going to New Orleans at what's the end a, of the month. And so I'm what's going a, on a ghost, ghost tour? What's a, is it just like you look at the tombs? Well, you well the New graves? Orleans. If you if you follow the paranormal like I do, um, because I do, I do believe in ghosts. Oh wow! Um, they they do ghost tours, and New Orleans is famously haunted. It has a lot of haunted places. It's not just the cemeteries. That's so why y'all lost it takes two or three games. Yeah. <laughs> you were cursed. That's, yeah. They, so had, they take you through the cemeteries, but they also take you to some places that are notoriously haunted. You thought the they had of, nine players on the field? No. no. <laughs> the ghost of Corey Glore. <laughs> How do you think that's fun? Like, oh, this place is haunted. Let's go walk in. The rest of yeah. us are going to listen to jazz music. Have fun, well, It's one of those. Some people enjoy being scared or I don't know. It's not so much as being scared is my fascination with it is... Mm. Is is there life, so to speak, after this? Yeah. What like happens? when you leave this earthly plane, where do you go? Yeah. And the, you know, I want proof. I want physical, visual, yeah. audio, that's, whatever proof. And so that's kind of what drives me to fair. do it. That's what we do here on Mondays. We are expanding our brains. I'm gonna send this clip to Discovery. Amateur, <laughs> amateur ghost hunter, right here. All right, good stuff. <laughs> All right, Zach, thank you. Thank you, guys. Shirley, let's open up the booty bag and make somebody a winner. All righty. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. All right, let's get your week and your month started off right. The slate is clean. Everybody is eligible to win because it is May the 2nd. And Shirley, what are we giving away today? How about a pair of tickets to a Down East Wood Ducks baseball game? Sounds great. You can go see the Woodies on us. 317-1250. 317-1250. What call are you looking for? 12. Caller 12. All right. We'll be back with Double B, Brian Bailey, right after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine Center has been caring for Pirate Nation and the student-athletes at East Carolina University for more than 35 years and are the official physicians for ECU. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine Center provides a variety of general and specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients in Eastern North Carolina. For more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. And congratulations to Richard Alto of Greenville, who picked up a pair of tickets to the Down East Wood Ducks baseball game. Of course, baseball is back in Kinston, and you can get your single game tickets and check out all the fun promotions planned this season right now at woodducksbaseball.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, congratulations to Richard, who you and his boy Shane can go check out the Woodies coming up. Uh, Richard also a uh, Mets fan, I believe, and uh, they got the Braves coming up in a big series beginning tonight. So I'll be tuned into that. Got some NFL news and notes. And I'll talk about it as we bring Brian Bailey on, WNCT Channel 9 Sports Director, host of the Brian Bailey Show. DeAndre Hopkins 
has been suspended six games violating the NFL's PED policy. So the Cardinals will be without his services to begin the year. Other news from the day, the Honey Badger, Tyron Matthews, signs with New Orleans. And the Commanders, or Commodores as Bailey likes to call them, uh, got Trey Turner, which would have been good news about five years ago. Is Trey Turner still good, Chandler? Um, Ever since he's been shipped off from Carolina, I think he kind of has been on a downslide. Yeah. So, uh, Hopefully he can get uh, it with back. With injuries and just not producing like he used to. Bailey, uh, how'd your Cowboys do in the draft? Did Jerry Jones win him a draft? Bailey, are you there? Hold on, just keep him up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like talking to the uh, dial tone sometimes. Uh, all right, well, I'll save that question. He did for... not want to talk about DeAndre Hopkins and, I guess uh, not. and Trey Turner. He does not. Uh, wanna... Did y'all win the draft? Y'all got my quarterback. Uh, I got Matt Corral. I don't know who Pete Prisco is on CBS Head HQ. He's he the guy gave that, us a C minus. He's the guy that said Malik Willis is a running back. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that explains a lot. I don't. I really don't mind that he said six. Uh, a C minus then for the Panthers draft. I, I was very. You pleased. want to talk about one of the most useless things in all of human creation draft grades draft grades yes yeah it gets no more useless than that i was very pleased with the panthers draft though for uh for us to have like a little hiatus there for a couple of rounds and for scott fitter to jump back in there and get some needs like a quarterback and matt crow who you really liked and wanted the commanders to get and then also getting a defensive end from virginia tech who i think will complement brian burns on the other side and fill the void of hassan reddick who was shipped off to uh um, the Eagles, and also let's see. Do you want Bailey to hang up again? Why sure. are you talking so much? I thought we were stalling to get him back. No, we got him. Okay, we're Sorry. ready. Hey, right. hey, right. you know, turn my mic off. I'm done. BB, how you doing? I'm doing fine. <laughs> Good to hear. Did the Cowboys win the draft? I don't think won it or not. I think they survived it. <laughs> they survived the draft. Uh, you should get a T-shirt after that. Uh, how much? I've you f- seen. I've seen. I've seen different. You know this. The one I, I, I made a copy of gave them a, a solid B, which I was thinking that's probably pretty close. I've seen as much as an A to an F minus. <laughs> get an F minus. Like I just said, it's all useless. Nobody knows how. Uh, it's impossible to know how you did until it all plays out. So it worked out pretty well for you last year when Michael Parsons slipped and you got him, didn't it? That's what I was going to say. We, everybody was upset. The three corners that Dallas really wanted. They were off the board, and everybody's kind of looking around like, what are you going to do? And then, I mean, you get, you know, just an incredible, incredible defensive player, and hopefully he's got, you know, a decade of great tackling in him. But he was great last year. Uh, Good news for a former Pirate today that we saw recently, uh, Bailey Jaquan McMillan getting uh, $75,000 guaranteed. And uh, it looks like the Broncos really like him. They brought him in for one of those interviews. He didn't get drafted, but they made sure to scoop him up quick. So it sounds like he's going to have a good chance there with Denver. And that's the weird part about the draft is you get so many players that you know that, that are on that bubble in the sixth round, seventh round. And then coaches will tell you that hey, if you if you go to the seventh round, you're probably better off to go as an undrafted free agent because they have a need and they want you to be there. And so you know it's 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 really a, a strange phenomenon. But hopefully. He'll do well. The best line I saw during the draft, I think it was on Twitter, uh, third or fourth round, and it said, it's the fourth round, and the Washington team is still the commanders. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I don't get it. They like it. 
What's they the joke? It. It's a stupid name. They should be changing it. That's what. It, that's what they. Why do you care? It has nothing to do with you. You don't like I them. Don't care. But I thought it was funny. Somebody else thinks like I think. Oh dear. All right. Fine. I can't. You know what? We're we're gonna give y'all one this year. Maybe two. Definitely one. Really? Yeah. Which one? Which one? The Redskins, the Washington football team, or the Commodores? Which one? If y'all make the playoffs, all three of them will beat y'all. We'll do one at home, one on the road, and one in the playoffs. Wow. All right. I'll take that bet. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Brian Bailey joining us. Uh, good weekend of baseball, Double B, at uh, Clark LeClaire Stadium. How about the sweep over the weekend? Yeah, I tell you what, that's a Cincinnati team that can hit. And, and you know, when you win these games, you know, when you go to Central Florida and do what the Pirates did and you win these games over Cincinnati – you're beating teams that are going to win some more games. I mean, UCF proved it this weekend. I mean, they're, they're going to you know win some more games, and, and, and that's going to help you down the line. Those are two really big sweeps for East Carolina in this uh, 2022 season. But that was, that was some good baseball this weekend. You can hear some baseball chatter coming up at 6 o'clock. Brian Bailey and Colby Bortles, Pirates assistant coach. And Bailey, for some reason, I didn't know until yesterday, and Glenn told me, that he was the brother of Blake Bortles. And then you look at him and you say, okay, I see the resemblance now. So you asked him a question that that I wanted to ask, and that was, what was it like, you know, being the brother of a Blake Bortles pick so high in the draft? And he kind of said it that it's weird to turn on ESPN and see people talking about your brother and probably trashing his brother at times, saying good things at other times. We estimated that Colby's probably around 27 so if Bortles was drafted eight years ago, he was probably still a late teenager when he turns on ESPN and people are crapping on his brother. That's got to be a weird feeling. That's got to be, but but it's got to be an exciting feeling too. I mean, you know, you saw what the draft was. You know, we just saw it, and you know, to think about it, it it's it's grown over the years, but still it was a big deal. You know, when Bortles was drafted, and yeah. third overall pick, highest pick in UCF history. So uh, you know, he had a he had a big upside going in and has been in the nfl ever since and uh, has had a a long career in the national football league and i guess colby's taking the baseball route talked to uh bryson Worrell and uh, asked him you know is he an up-and-comer and he says colby does a great job uh setting the outfield working with catchers doing whatever coach godwin asked him to do and uh, could have a bright future here in this business bailey and, you know, the great line was in the show today was he, he said, Bryson, you're, Bryson had a couple of great catches. Yeah. And he ran a long way for a couple of those catches. And he said, Bryson, we're coming to dugout. And he said, look, I'm sorry I brought you in so far. Yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't have had to run that far. Well, that made the catch look even better. So Bryson should exactly. thank him. I thought he, had him, I thought he had, him, had him placed perfect. He had him a day yesterday, Bailey. Two home runs and then saved a, a couple of runs with a catch and – uh, did a phenomenal job in the outfield. He was named to the honor roll for the American. And, man, you get him cranked up. If Josh Moylan could figure it out, AMAC, those guys, it, it kind of it shows you the potential of what this team could be as we wrap up the season here in the next uh, couple weeks. And I think early on when the offense wasn't clicking, we all you know were shaking our heads. And we knew when the weather got warmer, you know, balls are going to fly out of Clark LeClaire. And these guys can make the balls fly out of Clark LeClaire. But uh, luckily for the Pirates, they've got that offense cranked up, and and they keep you know they just set up those situational pitching deals, and and that that's working for them too. BB Brian Bailey, time to get on the Redneck Hockey Bandwagon. Hurricanes playoffs begins tonight. Bailey, how are they as far as uh, TV coverage in Greenville? Can you get access to anything up there uh, for the playoffs? 
Yeah, you know, the thing about about our, our deal is is we can't get to all the playoff games. And we really can't get to many. We haven't gone to any regular season games this year uh, because there's always something going on in our neck of the woods. But luckily, you know, it seems like we've got a quiet week. There's no midweek games. We scare a lot of the high schools are playing different days. So uh, right now we're playing on going Wednesday. Uh, nice. Garrett and myself are both going to go Wednesday, go live at 5 and 6, you know, to preview of the game and then, uh, go to the game that night. So, and that that's always a lot of fun. I mean, when you get a crowd like that, that 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 really you know buys in. The Hurricanes always have great crowds. But I, I just did the sportscast at five, and and I made the comment. You know, you, you know, hockey is one thing, but playoff hockey is completely different. Yep. And, and those that follow hockey know that better than, than us Southerners do. And we're not hockey guys, Bailey. We like our football, our basketball, our baseball. But that playoff Hurricanes game I went to against the Capitals a few years ago might be the best sports environment I've ever been in. It, it was – I had goosebumps in there. The only, my only regret about the Hurricanes through the years, the year they won the Stanley Cup, we only had one person in sports here because we had, had taken our staff down to one and it was a bad time for TV altogether. All and so I did not get a chance to go during the uh, Stanley Cup run. I really wish I had. But since then, I've been able to go to several playoff games and – and, you know, those guys, I always talk about the, the hockey guys are kind of like the old-school NASCAR guys. But they, they kind of understand that they're in North Carolina and they're trying to sell their sport. And yeah. really, the ones I've met are really great guys, just great people, and they want to talk to you. They want to, you know, sell the sport. They want you. To, they want to educate you. They, they're just they're easy to talk to, and uh, it's a lot of fun. All right. Well, you keep going, and maybe Sebastian Ajo and those guys can teach you a different language, Bailey, by the time it's all over. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, maybe I can learn how to say some of their names. <laughs> that, that would be a good start. Uh, BB, Brian Bailey joining us. Check out the Brian Bailey Show coming up at 6 o'clock. Anything else going on uh, this week, Bailey, we should know about? No, the regular season ends in baseball. You know, we've got a lot of teams heading to the postseason, so that'll be fun uh, coming up for next week. And uh, hurricane hockey, and they play every other day, I believe, in this series. So that's you know that's gonna be a lot of fun because you play a game, then you react to it the next day, and you play another one the next day, and so that, I hope the Canes make a long run because when we go to Clearwater. That's kind of fun when you go to uh, Clearwater, Florida, because Tampa Bay's usually in it. And if the Hurricanes can hang around and, and, and still be in the playoffs in three weeks, that'd be that'd be a lot of fun. Nice, good deal, BB. Thanks for joining us, man. Have a good rest of your week. Sounds good. Take care. All right. You can hear Brian Bailey and Colby Bortles coming up 6 o'clock right here on the Brian Bailey Show, produced by myself and intern Morgan, who got on the video producing sticks today. Did a good job. So good stuff. All right. Oh, by the way, great video of Morgan interviewing people in the jungle uh, from this weekend. You can see the video video in its entirety at Pirate Radio TV on YouTube. Let's take our final break. We'll come back. You're ready to wrap it up on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Carolina Caliber has the area's largest selection for outdoor shooting sports and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers anywhere. 
They have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal uh, protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. They will buy, sell, and trade. Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960 on Fire Tower Road in Winterville. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Clip. Alrighty, fun show today. Been a lot of fun with our Delcor Players Lounge folks and asking them not only baseball questions, but outside the box questions like the one we asked today if you had a time machine would you use it to go back to the past or go forward into the future and where would you go and i thought it was obvious everybody would go back to the past myself included but davis uh searcy what's his name is his name davis his name is davis (laughs) is your name davis no my name is not davis um says he would go in the future to see the scores of uh, the college football games and hit the biggest parlay ever. Why didn't I think of that? That's genius. Because I'm not Davis. I'm not Davis. I'm not as smart as Davis. I'm not Davis. My name's not Davis. <laughs> that is an inside joke. Nobody is but us, so we're going to enjoy that. Uh, but good answer, Davis. Davis. His name is Davis. Are you? My name's not Davis. Is your name Davis? Absolutely not. It's not Davis. <laughs> All right. My name's not Davis. <laughs> My name's not Davis. My name's not Davis. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in today. Sorry. Inside jokes are so lame. Nobody gets them. Well, especially when there's four people in here and three out of the four have gotten it, and I'm just kind of sitting here going, and it's awkward I must too, have been there. Yeah, it's so laughing. awkward. It's so dumb. Just picture some guy calling somebody Davis. And, <laughs> and another saying, My name's not Davis. <laughs> <laughs> it was a funny moment. All right, we'll see you Tuesday, 3 o'clock on Pirate Radio Live. My name's not Davis. My name's not Davis. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.